Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hi, my fellow psychic friends. How are you today? This is Tracy Brown coming to you today. Um, ba 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 ba. What do you think? Uh, February 28, 2015. Today is my daughter-in-law's birthday, and she is turning 23 today. And very typical with Californians to celebrate anything in Vegas. So she's in Vegas celebrating her birthday. Happy birthday, Frankie. Um, let's bring Malcolm, the ordinary sports political guy, on right away. Because, 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 he tends to have a lot of things to say. So I don't want to take up with too much of my jibber-jabber. Um, but before, actually, before I do that, I just want to remind everyone that when the hour with Malcolm is over, stay on the line. Like, at the end of the show, because it's at the end of the hour, it's over when I say it's over. <laughs> so... I don't get a phone call for a reading because I'm at work. I don't get a phone call. I just kind of stand line. So don't give up on me. Just stay with me. All right. Let's try Malcolm, the ordinary sports political guy. Malcolm. Hey, Tracy. What's happening? Nothing. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. I'm out here doing my, my uh, imitation of Justin Wilson this morning. Uh huh. That's awesome. You you probably don't know who that is, huh? No, <laughs> no. He was a, okay. back when I was back when I was a kid. There, there was a guy on TV. His name was Justin Wilson. He was a humorist, but he was a chef, right? He's from Baton Rouge. He's a chef. Okay. And he would do. He would do. Uh, you know, he would cook, but he would be telling you these stories and these jokes. He's dead now, but when I was a kid, they only had like five channels anyway, so you didn't have a whole lot to watch. <laughs> you could watch this or that. So yes. I, I would watch him from time to time, and he was hilarious, but he was a really good cook, Cajun chef. Oh, yeah. So and I've been Cajun you, cooking this morning. Have you? Yes. Well, you know, it's, you know, this is Southern California. We're going to get like a, a, a ounce of rain, so everybody's on panic mode. So I had to make some panic food while I was waiting for the, the ounce the of rain, rain to drop. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I'm a native New Yorker, and when I first came out here, the news would say, you know, for the weather, breaking news, breaking news, and I, and it would drizzle, and I. Like, how is that breaking news? Like, we get nor'easters in the East Coast. How is drizzle breaking news? Yes. But, but I understood it later on, though. I understood that a lot of the breaking news actually has to do with people in the hills, that when it never rains, and it, even if it rains a little bit, it does shake the ground up. Well, 
the problem that we have is that we, you know, periodically we have this natural phenomenon called wildfires that happen, and you know what that does it burns away the foliage, and then the ground is 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 kind of yeah. loose, and you know because yeah. the, there's nothing growing in it, and so it tends to you know slide down the hill. But see, the problem is they probably shouldn't build a house there in the first place. So you know it's not the hill's fault; it's just the house's fault. <laughs> Well, I don't know, Malka. I, I'm changing a little bit. Like when I first got here, I would be like, I would never live in, you know, that area up in the hill. And now I'm just kind of, again, I would not. But I don't talk to people who think that, you know, this is good for them. Oh, no, it's beautiful. I mean, uh, my mom's friends live up in, in the hills above Glendale and they have a beautiful home in a beautiful mm-hmm. area, and no, I, I understand completely why you live there. I just, you know, there's inherent dangers that go with that, like the people who live in Malibu who built their house right on the water. Every once in a while, big waves come along and they destroy your house. So exactly. when you live in an area like that, there there are certain forces of nature that are going to come along and take that you That are just inherited. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's just, but, you know, every part of the country has this problem. I mean, you know, you live in, you know, the middle of the country, you have Tornado Alley, so you don't know when that tornado yeah. is going to come every year, but you know it's going to come. It's just, it may not land on your house. Yeah. Now, talking about Baton Rouge, I think I told you that I was going to invest in going to, is it you Lala? You guys, is that Lala? Is that what you, no, wait, you guys call it, what do you guys call, no, Nola, no, Nola. Nola, Nola. New Orleans. Yeah, you're gonna go to New Orleans. Yes. Yes. And I'm, I'm still dedicated to doing that. And because you said you wanted to build houses down there, right? I said that I was gonna participate in building houses. I don't Uh know what that. (laughs) I don't know. Listen, I'm gonna, (laughs) I'm gonna tell you that I'm going. (laughs) <laughs> and when I come back, I'll tell you what I actually did. <laughs> well, make sure you eat the food because, um, you know, that's the area of the country where my family is from. I grew up on New Orleans food, and I think it's the greatest. So um, other yeah. than that. Well, you know, though, it's actually very, very similar to Caribbean food. Oh, I'm quite, yeah, definitely. I mean, extremely similar. Well, the people are, are more spicy. The, the, people, the people are kind of the same people. I mean, you know, they were just uh, broke away at it, but they had the same yeah. sort of thing going on. And I, then, you know, you have, the, you have the French influence down there, and, and there's a lot of yeah. stuff going on, a lot of different flavors, a lot of different, you know, dishes that you can make, and... You know, and it's all very good. I was talking to somebody the other day about, you know, just something basic like oysters on a half shell. That's not, you know, unique to New Orleans, but it's real big there. Just plain oysters? Yeah, you chuck an oyster. I mean, back when I was in the military, I was stationed on a a type of vessel that was patrolled the Gulf of Mexico. And Mm -hmm. we would pull up, you know, buoys, and we would take the oysters off the bottom of the boat Chuck them over and eat them on deck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love oysters. But then again, that's Caribbean, so. 
Very tasty. Although, you know, of course, nowadays you wouldn't want to do that because they pour a billion tons of oil into the Gulf, so it's just a problem. The oysters you get now may not be the best thing for you. I'm sorry, I didn't catch that, Tracy. I said, when you talk about the oil spill, how safe will I be? Well, it's been several years, but, you know, the truth of the matter is the oil that was poured into the Gulf of Mexico will take longer than we'll be able to uh, deal with. So uh, you'll be safe enough, I guess. It depends on what you eat, huh? (laughs) Well, one of the... um one of the Twitter people just now, Samantha, who I adore, Samantha, she just tweeted, Tracy, you and Malcolm's banter is so adorable. Isn't that cute? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably just like Kanye West and Kim Kardashian, huh? I'm sure it's banter is adorable. Right up until the end. <laughs> Wait. Thank you, Samantha. Thank you so much. And I think Kim understands. I mean, I think she's interesting. I'm not mad at her for. I like their relationship. I'm sorry. I'm so Kanye Kim. I think Kanye's crazy. Period. Did you see him crying the other day? He cried. He cried. About what? I'm sorry. What did he cry about? Well, it was a legitimate tear because he was talking about some mentor that passed away. Oh, yeah, that, that's he, understandable. I mean, we he, all have people in our lives that are So, yeah, that's understandable. Yeah. I hope he wasn't crying over, like, the, the, the price of gasoline or anything. That, that would be kind of crazy. But with <laughs> Although that might be something to cry over. <laughs> yeah, you don't. Uh, but I guess I was in the supermarket when I was buying my, my supplies for my Justin Wilson morning. Um, and there were, you know, of course, all the magazines in there that I never buy that were talking about how they're on the edge of divorce. They're going to be broken up in a day or two. No, don't believe the magazines. No. I never do. They're fine. Unless you're talking about, you know, space aliens, then I truly believe. But other than that, um, um, okay. <laughs> you never know with them. You never really with, with know. With Kanye and Ken? No, with the, the magazine. Or aliens. Oh, <laughs> or aliens, or magazines. Okay. Well, well the, the magazines. I have my own theories on aliens, but uh, I'm sure most people are not interested in that. <laughs> so, Actually, there's a lot of people that believe in aliens. I'm personally, I'm afraid to believe in aliens, but I do believe they well, live in I'm New York City. Of, I'm afraid of it, I just think, but think about it like this. The number of galaxies in the universe is kind of like the, the grains of sand on a beach. So if you think of it as sheer numbers and the odds yeah. of there being intelligent life somewhere else, just, just the odds alone with, with argue for the fact that there has to be a possibility that something else is out there now. What is it exactly? Who knows? It could be, you know, people like us. It could be people more advanced or things more advanced. It might even not even be people. It could be something totally different. 
But just the, the, the sheer volume of uh, what's out in the universe, it just, it just dictates there has to be a chance that there's something out there. Yeah. Are you cooking, Tracy? <laughs> no. Sound like it. Sound like you're making tea or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> so. No. So what? No. Well, you know, I saw a very interesting documentary yesterday. Um, it was called Citizens Four, and it was about the. Uh, uh, Ed Snowden case, and it, it kind of chronicled, chronicled what he did in order to, to get to where he got to, right? Right. And, uh, and how he came out in the media, and I got to give the man some credit. He it took a lot of a, a lot of bravery to do what he did, you know, and, and he was standing by his conviction. Now, I said before I don't agree with what he did because. I'm a chicken. I would never have done that. I know the government's mm-hmm. dirty. It's been dirty. They're mm-hmm. listening to everything we say, you know, literally. Yes. Your cell phones, yes. I mean, they literally are, are tapped into everybody's cell phones. Your emails, yes. don't even think their privacy going on. I mean, look, the funny thing is people right. actually still write crazy stuff in their emails. and, and <laughs> You should be very careful on what you say publicly or even privately. I mean, look at the lady at Sony who had said those things and got, you know, the reported Koreans hacked into her email and then made those emails public and all the crazy stuff she said about, you know, the different stars. Nothing's really private. So yeah. unless you're willing to walk up to the person and say to them, to their face, you probably shouldn't write it down anyway. Yeah. It's almost like if you want to talk to somebody you think it's private, do like uh, uh you remember the, the the Watergate trials where where the reporters would meet the a deep broke down in the basement of some parking oh, garage in I, Washington D.C. I literally saw that movie the other day. Oh, okay. Well, good. Well, then this is relevant because that's the only way you're going to have any kind of privacy is to go someplace deep and speak to the person in their ear. Because well, you know what? That, it's funny. It's funny you should say that because you remember that was done in the 70s. I don't believe garages are safe anymore. And when I used to work for corporate America, we used to have the, a rule that talking in a hall, uh, talking in a staircase and talking in a bathroom is not safe. So when I was watching the movie, I was like, I don't know if I would be having these conversations in the garage, but I do understand back in the day they didn't have the technology we have nowadays, so I guess well, they, it was safe. But see, think about what a garage is. It's, it's concrete and steel, and the best uh-huh. listening devices have trouble with that. They they have trouble going through concrete and steel. You know, now they can listen to uh, you in your house because there's all these devices around you that will actually. I mean, you know, <clears throat> Samsung was getting in trouble because they revealed that some of their smart TVs have the ability to turn on and listen to your conversation without your knowledge. So, so we live in a world, see, it's not the room that's going to get you. It's all the stuff that you're bringing with you, your cell phone, your tablet, uh, you know, yeah. the TV, your these, these voiceover IP phones. That's one of the things that, that Snowden said in the documentary, that they can technically, you know, because they're all little computers, they can be accessed.
access independently and turned on. So the phone doesn't, you don't have to be talking on the phone. They can listen to what you're saying just because the phone is near you if they want to. I mean, so, you know, my assumption is you're best best not trying to commit any crimes because you're going to get caught. (laughs) They have the ability to see you and listen to you at all times, and it's just that is the way it is. That's the world we live in. There's not a lot you can do about it unless you want to just turn off. You know, that means take your cell phone, turn it off, take the battery out, because even if you've got the battery in your gear, you're susceptible. Yeah, um, but iPhone does not allow you to take the battery out, so good luck with that. Well, then just stop on it. So that way you don't have to worry <laughs> about it working. I you're think it. the most, well, or just be smart. Anyway, like, just. Just, just be smart as to what you put out there. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's my point. If you're going to try to do something crazy, it, it's it's a dumb idea at this point because you have too much around you that's going to tell on you. You know, but then again, most people are dumb anyway, so they'll they'll do the crime and then film themselves on YouTube, so <laughs> holding up the money. Look at what I saw. You know, it's or, funny you should say that because whatever you're cooking in this comedic um cook that you were talking about, my first vision and my, huh? You were at their reference, yes. I'm sorry? Your your first vision was, I'm sorry, continue, please. I your can't, first vision you, was. I can't continue because you interrupted. I, maybe we'll just read it for You said I that. Say, much. Would you like to finish okay. for me? No, no I'm going to repeat what you said. Okay. So, no, no. <laughs> I'm not, I can't finish it because I don't finish know where my... you were going with it. Exactly. <laughs> so let me talk. I apologize. <laughs> when you're talking about cooking, I had a vision of this guy who I don't know, but I want to look him up, but my computer's not um, up and ready. And um, so my vision was talking about, you know, iPhones and video taping and blah, 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 blah. My vision for you was you should tape it. But I know you won't, but that was my vision for you. Oh, tape cooking? <laughs> yeah, because you were saying you were doing it in the same style as this famous cook. Justin Wilson. Yes. So my vision for you was you should tape it. Yeah, but I'd have to be talking while I'm cooking to make it interesting. And I'm usually exactly. concentrating because, you, you know, the sad part about cooking for me, while I, I'm not bad at it, you know, I'm not good at doing simple things like chopping up celery. You know, that it's a chore for me because, you know, I almost chop off my fingers when I'm chopping up celery. That's how bad I am. So, you know, you know, you see cooks that get in there and they have the knives and the knife is flying, they're chopping up the onions and stuff. That's not me. <laughs> The inside uh, it comes out okay, but the the actual doing it, oh, I'm clumsy. So <laughs> if I tried to talk <laughs> while I was doing, I might just actually lose fingers. So. So what exactly are you making? Oh wait, hold on a second. What exactly are you making? Today I'm making red beans and rice. What is it? So, red wait, beans and rice. Make- red. Oh. Oh. Red beans and rice. I ha- yeah. I had that. Yeah, it's good. Um, I like it. How much of it are you making? A lot. (laughs) 
Well, you know, you, you can't make to... a smile. Do I want to what? Do you want to share any of it? Oh, you're saying, would you like some? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I might be able to arrange that, Tracy. Um, oh, thank you. <laughs> yes. By the way, okay, you don't know this. I don't know if I ever gave you any feedback, but, oh, boy, that cake, that cheesecake? Uh-huh. Um, yes, cheesecake. It only took a week. It only took a week to what? I mean, what? Oh, oh you liked it, so it only took a week to eat it. You <laughs> ate that whole thing. So that's a lot of cheesecake. I mean, I had a couple of cheesecakes when I made it. <laughs> but I had a whole family to feed, so <laughs> there was a whole bunch of people trying to get a slice. Whereas, you know, I got, you know, like I say, I got a slice or two, but um, it's all good. I can... I can only tell you that it only, and I did share it with Brian. Okay. I did share a spoonful with my grandbaby, and I gave Brian a decent slice because I was afraid of, like, like being selfish. So I was like, take a big slice. I gave Brian a big slice. But beyond that, it only took a week. Well, I don't know what to say about that. I'm glad you like it, Tracy. <laughs> very say. rich, though. Very, very rich. You got to be careful with very that. Very rich. Just, well, it's too bad you can't make a small one, you know, because I don't only know how to make the, the one size. So I would say don't like worry about it. The size that you make is the size that you make. Don't worry about making it smaller. It was perfect the way oh, it was. No, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't try it. But see, the thing is, I don't eat a whole lot of it. I, if I ate the whole thing, I'd be like 500 pounds. I would be on the biggest loser. If the, yeah. So. <laughs> Which, you know, actually, they're actually holding open auditions for that today in Redondo. Huh. Yeah. Why would you know? Why would you know that? You have, like, odd information that you know. Well, because it came on the news, and they said we're holding, holding, holding open auditions in Redondo Beach on Saturday. So First I of all, I, I, I would never do something like that, ever. And, and, Okay, why? Uh, well, I think they have to display so much ugly, like they do it on purpose, so they display your body in an ugly way so that the well, public can believe that they were responsible for the perfection, the perfected, you know, transformation. Oh, well, by the way, I got something else to tell you. Okay, I got something else to tell you. It's about the biggest thing. Okay, go ahead. Well, uh, well, I have a theory on how, I mean, it works the same way, military boot camps work. They force you to exercise at a higher level than you normally would and then they feed you a certain you know, certain types of food. They keep you going. So they they yeah. rub up your metabolism, they feed you the right fuel and everybody will lose weight in that system, pretty much. You can't help it. <laughs> I mean well, my older brother was in the I... army, he came back skinny and he was a big old guy before and after, but when he came back from boot camp he was skinny. But here's the thing, I don't I'm not disagreeing with how the process is. I don't like the display of the body. 
I don't even mind anybody knowing my the weight of my number, but it's the bathing suit. Like most of the guys, they purposely pick guys with big bellies, and the bellies are just like over their um, bathing suit. And it's like, well, really, I mean, guys? Well, you wouldn't mm-hmm. need it otherwise. I mean, if, if you weren't in that shape, you probably wouldn't need it otherwise. So that's kind of the point of show. But see, that's why I wouldn't do reality TV, though, Tracy, because I feel the same way with my personal with my personal space. I'm not going to yes. put my personal space on a reality TV show, you know, yes. just because of that, because I think that, you know, people, first of all, it's not real. You know, they make up all these scenarios. And then they you're sharing all this stuff, and most of it is there's a negative tint to a lot of it. I mean, yes. it seems like that's what sells. You know, whatever you turn on, some girl is going to fight another girl. Guys are going to, you know, they can't let the guys fight too much because the weapons will come out and people will be killed. But they have to, mm-hmm. they have to limit what the guys can do. But the girls will just that's, go down. No, I think that's very interesting. I think you're, I never realized that guys don't fight as much because it would get, like, more, like, warrior energy. The girl fight by pulling. It would become very criminal very quickly. That's a good point. Okay, so I, okay, so I, okay, so we're talking about, um, okay, listen to me now. (laughs) I'm not saying anything. You started a so, bunch of time. I'm waiting for you to get to it. I, know, so. I, I don't know where I'm going. <laughs> so I went to Planet Hollywood, right, to sign up. And this was months ago. It might have been back in September or something, right? Sign and up for the what? Closest, uh, for their Planet Hollywood to sign up to, to, to plan. Uh, to sign up with Planet Hollywood. To do what? I'm just curious. To I'm exercise. To exercise. Oh, the 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 gym. I, you know, I was I was thinking about the restaurant casino when you said Planet Hollywood. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm like, but what are you signing up for? <laughs> that's not Planet Hollywood. That's something else. It's a uh, no. Okay, it's I'm not. confused. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I one day a week, right? And then okay. I took a trip o- I took a trip over there because I don't have a car, so I took a trip over there and I was like, ah, you know, it seems to be a little long of a wait. I mean a little a little long of a ride. And so I came back and because I have to take like two buses. So I came back, waited a few more months and then decided I needed to do something, go back again. Because it's only ten dollars a month, right? So this yeah. time I go back and I'm insisting upon doing the $10 a month. <laughs> and 
Um, and now I'm ready to sign up, right, Malcolm? Okay. But then the person confused me, and it went from $10 a month to $20 a month with some inclusions, right? And then I got confused, and this happens to me a lot. And when I get confused, I shut down. I just, I, I walk away, I shut down, I don't know what to do. And sometimes it takes me months to recover, right? <laughs> okay. Months. <laughs> okay. Right. All right. So then I was talking to um a church member that, that you know and and I was explaining A, B, C and D and then she was like, Well, that's near my house and there's another one, I think she said in Culver City and she's like, Oh, that's even further. I was like, Well, it doesn't really matter because the one there is too far, so Culver City will be too far again. But then I went to someplace else, and I was on Washington Boulevard. And I think there's a new one that opened up on Washington Boulevard, which seemed closer. Yeah, well, I mean, my understanding, they're building those Planet Fitnesses everywhere, so... Um, yeah, but they're not building them on my side of L.A. They're not coming over to me. So you, because I'm thinking with all the construction in downtown Los Angeles, which is not too far, <laughs> from, there would have to be something in that area that would or, or something are, coming soon. But wait, are you saying Planet Fitness or any? There are exercise places, but they're all like upscale and you know bicycling. No, you know, I just want to pay ten dollars. I don't want to pay anything. Oh, well, you know, there's these things called parks that you can just walk in for free. <laughs> okay, now wait a second. Hold on a second. There is a park by my job here that has some exercise equipment. And in the valley, there are a couple of parks that I used to go to. Where are some of the parks in L.A.? I would go to, to the park. parks. You know where the Fashion Institute is? Yeah. Don't tell me it there's has a park little... in there. There's a little park in there, and they have these little exercise equipment things right there. And no every morning, way. Yeah, guaranteed. And every morning, you know, there's usually like these little boot camp classes right outside of there where people are jumping and running and doing all this stuff that uh, I, I can't do anymore. I can't do anymore. But there are. Are you there, serious? Malcolm, right I was in downtown LA this morning. I go like three times a week. You're talking catacorder from the Rouse pretty much, right? Right. It's right next to the Rouse, yes. So if I go in that park, I'm so pissed right now. That would well, be, yes. well, because I don't know. <laughs> oh, well, you know, I walk downtown L.A. a lot because that's where yes. I work at. So I, I get a yes. chance to yes. walk the area. And, and they're building so much, but that park has been there for years. So, uh, oh, like, my literally God. years. Okay, I'm gonna go there tomorrow. It's really nice too. Is it? And the equipment is basic. It's not that big of a deal, but it gives you something to go on, right? Yeah, they're they're the kind of things that it's working. You know, they have like a lot of different things, but it's it's all working off of your own body weight. So the little push and pull things, you're only pulling yourself, and with the help of some pulleys and stuff. So you're not actually pulling even your own weight. You're pulling a portion of your weight, kind of stuff. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's yeah. very basic. And they have, like, a bicycle. They have a little um, uh, elliptical-type machine. 
It's all true. I mean, it's they have probably like I would say, I want to say almost ten machines there that you know between one end of the park to the other end. That's a lot right of machines, but you know what? Those type of machines that work off your own weight, it's kind of like Pilates in a way, and it actually works better, to be honest with you, because you're you're actually forced to lift based upon your own body weight. Those machines with some consistency actually do make you lose weight, and it does tone your body. Sometimes the way when we go to the gym, we lose weight so fast that we actually get jelly like our body gets jelly because we're focusing on the weight loss. But I don't mind the machines in the park. I'm so grateful I said something. I can't believe I didn't notice. I'd rather do it for free. Yes. I'm going to go tomorrow well, and check it out. Then you have a, you have an option because it is right there for you. <laughs> it has been there. Well, listen, Desi says, Desi says I pay $19.99. Nineteen ninety nine a month for my Planet Fitness membership, um, and you can go anywhere and you get more perks. Exactly, Desi. I mean, I was signing up for the ten dollars, and then they wanted to up me to nineteen dollars for more perks. But I got confused, and when when I got confused, I didn't sign up because I didn't know what to do. I don't know what what the perks were, although they explained it to me. It just got overwhelming, and so I went home and I never signed up. But, Desi, in California, there's only um, Planet Fitness on the other side of Los Angeles. There's none There's none past the highway. Can I say it that way, Malcolm? Past the highway. What do you mean by which highway? There's a lot um, of highways. <laughs> <laughs> and don't run on there's, them because you'll get hit by a car. <laughs> there's none oh past... God. Washington Boulevard, let's put it that way. I find that none past Washington Boulevard. Washington Boulevard runs. Going going north. Going north. There's none past Washington. So, We're talking about Planet Fitness so now. You mean there's nothing? Because I'm thinking somewhere in Hollywood, somewhere going north. Oh, my God. Zero. 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 None. None. You're, you're going to force me to look this up, Tracy. <laughs> you can look it up because you want to be right, but zero. I, well, I, 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 I don't know because I don't go to Planet Fitness. I can't tell you anything about it. Never been there. <laughs> so I'm just trying to look on a map because I'm, I'm, I'm just curious because I know they're building them in a lot of places. Well, I'm talking to Desi as well, Malcolm, and Desi is asking, is there a, yeah, of course there's an L.A. fitness, and there is a Soul Cycle in downtown L.A. Of course there's an L.A. fitness. I did belong to L.A. fitness, but L.A. fitness costs $25 a month. I'm just trying to save money. (laughs) Of course I can go to L.A. fitness. (laughs) I'm trying to save money. I don't want to spend $25 a month even. No, I tell you. I mean, you gotta do. What I'm sick of everybody right? taking my money from me. Like I'm, I'm trying to put money in my pocket and keep it there for a minute. Oh no, Desi. Desi's at YMCA. Um, YMCA is really, really expensive. They're like forty nine dollars a month, and I like the YMCA's, but they are expensive. 
Yeah, there's one on, uh, this is not too far from you, actually. Where? It's at, uh, it's just past Crenshaw. You know, there's a, it's on, uh, off of Pico, where Pico and Venice sort of come together, not quite to La Brea. Yes. Yeah. Is that the one I was, is that, like, not too far from Washington Boulevard, then? It's a little north of Washington Boulevard, just a little. It's so between the brand and Crenshaw. It, well, it, it is the one I see. I mean, what one are you talking about? I don't know. I it's mean, near it, the it's, Best it's, Buy. It's near the Best Buy near Washington. You said the brand Bennett? No, I, well, it's, it's just before you get to the brand. It's There used to be a, a roller skating ring over there called World on Wheels, and I don't know if that's still there, but it looks like the, the same general area. Do you have the address? Yes, I do, Tracy. May I have it, Malcolm? It's 4645 Venice Boulevard. Oh, 46, I think 45. Maybe that's the one I'm talking about then. Maybe I said Washington Boulevard because I was on Washington, but I think, okay. I think it might be so the same one. Okay, so that's not convenient. Yes, no, no, no. I thought it was much closer than well, that's not... the one in Inglewood. Oh, it is much closer to you than the one in Inglewood, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Because for you, going to Inglewood is quite a trek, and then you're right, you would have to, if you're going to try to take a bus to Inglewood. Yeah. Two buses. Take at least two, yes, I know. Mm-hmm. Not that I ride those buses, but I do know that there's nothing, you know, there's nothing that goes kind of straight like that. No, so, I've got to take the 206 all the way to Inglewood, and then I don't know what bus is on Inglewood, but there's only one bus. But when you get on that bus, that's a little trek, too. It, it, you're on the bus for a minute. So I'm wasting an hour and a half to get to Planet Fitness, and it just doesn't, I don't I'm wasting too much time. <sighs> yes. You know, I, I I saw this device. Well, actually, you probably uh, never mind. <laughs> oh my God! I hate when people do that. What device? It, it's it's kind of like a, a an electric unicycle. And this guy in my office, not my office, but I work in a city agency, and there's a, numerous city agencies there. And there's this guy that rides mm-hmm. up on this little electric unicycle every day, and it's the neatest thing in the world. They're not cheap because I looked them up. But I was so amazed when I saw this thing. And, it, you know, you carry it like a briefcase. So he rolled it to the office, flips up the little foot pegs, and then he picks it up in a handle. And it looks like, I mean, literally the size of a briefcase. But it's the most amazing mm-hmm. device. So he, he comes out, he puts the little foot pegs mm-hmm. on, stands on it, leans forward, and takes off, right? It's, 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 I, I was telling it, my boss about it because I, I was like, "Have you seen one of these?" Because I, you know, after I saw it the first couple of times, I, I, you know, I had to track it down because I like stuff <laughs> like that. That's right up my alley. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> so, uh, well, wait a second. Did you say it folds up as well? It can it fold it. Yeah, you, you carry. I mean, you literally carry like a briefcase. So, it's it, think about a think of a wheel with a handle on top. And it has these fold-down places that you can step on it, 
You put your feet on it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure how this technology works because I've only seen it in action, but it was you, – you're, you're familiar with the segways, right? Mm-mm. The, little, no. the segway thing where you step up. No. No. You don't know. A, you don't know what a segway is, really. Okay. <laughs> I love the way you are just digging that grave for me. No, I don't know what a segway is. Well, well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because these segways were really like these two-wheel devices, but they had like a handle that came up in the middle that you would hold on to, and you would lean forward, and and like police. The police agencies use it as crowd control now in certain areas. Mm. Um, uh, like the security guards, in the, like the, the, the building complex that I work in, there are security guards in those in those areas, and they use it as, you know, way it means getting around. They're actually pretty fast. So mm-hmm. this little unicycle thing kind of works along the same thing, except it's just one wheel. It's much more compact and a whole lot less expensive because the Segway is, that's a couple thousand dollars easy. This thing, even though it's 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 not cheap, you know, it's relatively inexpensive. I think you know it's just five hundred dollars, relatively give or take, and it's it's amazing. I mean, you got you should go on YouTube. Maybe I should send you the link. You go on YouTube. It's called an air wheel, right? Air. Mm-hmm. Air wheel. You can go on YouTube and look at people using it, and it's it's an amazing to see it in person. It blew me away. I, I'm not gonna lie. I saw it. I was like, "What's that? Where can I get one?" Um, I'm trying to look it up, but I can't. I can't buy. Yeah, amazing though. Like I said, gotta love it. Mm-hmm. Um, did you hear Anthony Mason passed away? Anthony Mason with the with the Knicks. I believe he was with the Knicks. Anthony Mason. I know yeah. uh, a, a, another basketball player died earlier in the week, but he played with the Portland Trailblazers. What was his name? Um, is it was it Anthony uh, Mason? No, I know who Anthony Mason is. <laughs> it wasn't Anthony Mason. You're saying Anthony Mason passed away? From congestive heart failure. Um, I'm going to look that up. I had to come downstairs. and well, I could smell my food all the way upstairs, which that's a good sign. Oh, I forgot you were cooking because you're normally by your computer. Yeah, I am. I had to just get up and, you know, and check. Mm-hmm. You, don't want, you don't want the house to burn down while you're on the computer. Mm-hmm. That that wouldn't work out. So you said Anthony Mason. You know, yeah, it was all over the uh, all over Twitter today. I was well, wondering why you didn't bring I, it up, and I was like, "That's so awesome, awesome, not to say something." Well, but you didn't know. Yeah, I remember Anthony Mason. He was uh, he was one of the, the the guys on that team. That's too bad. So many people are dying though. He was pretty and young. He was really younger than me. <laughs> so he's, which he's is only forty eight. Yeah. And 
So suffered a massive heart attack. Yeah. And he actually had congestive heart failure. So I don't know if he knew it. Mm-hmm. Well, no, they said he suffered the heart attack in early February, and and at that point was diagnosed with congestive heart failure, and then he died today. So. Well, talking about heart, it is known that if you have a heart attack before you're 50, it's usually fatal. Well, knock on wood, I'm over 50. Hopefully I keep going. Because it's, it's scary, honestly. I mean. I agree. It is scary. Because the other guy, the, the guy I was telling you about who died, he was from, he was playing on Portland, Jerome Kersey. Oh. How old is he? Yeah, he died. He died. He was, how old was he? He was 52. And he oh, died of he died of a pulmonary embolism. He had like a, a, a clotted leg, got loose and traveled up to his heart. There oh, you go. my God. So, it it's, seems to be going around, I hate to say it. You know? Yeah. So I guess we all got to just try to live and be happier for today because tomorrow is not promised, as they always say. You know, Malcolm, I agree. I mean, yeah, yeah, I agree. I think, I think today's the the day. If that makes any sense, like when you finally get that message, today's the day. Enjoy your life. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, because the other day Leonard Nimoy died, which he was a lot older. Um, yeah. But I really, I really liked Leonard Nimoy. He was one of those actors that wasn't, you know. <laughs> Overly pretentious, and he was basically yeah. seeming seemed like a good person. Yeah. So, uh, but he was eighty was, something too, wasn't he? He was eighty three. Yes. Yeah. So, but he was actually supposed to do a lecture series at UCLA uh, next month, I think. He was yeah. supposed to speak, and you know, he won't be speaking. I guess they'll have a memorial service instead. Well, you know what? I think it's amazing. He had an amazing career. He lived till he was 83. Like, what a compliment to to yourself that you get to live until 80-something and have a good career and be a kind person. You know, there was no scandal around him ever. No, he, he was, you know, it's funny because I, I was listening to <laughs> a, a, a regular... <laughs> Right. I'm sorry. I I missed out on that one. Because people tweet sometimes. Debbie's very, very comedic. Debbie goes, Malcolm reminds me of Spock. All logic, no emotion. Laugh out loud. Just kidding. Just kidding. That's funny. That's a good one. Well, if I remind you of Spock, that's, I guess I would take that as a compliment. It's a compliment. <laughs> that would be a compliment to me because. That's why I laughed so hard. I was like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> well, I like people who think, so, I mean, what better, yes, what better thing to be. So. Yes, to be compared so, to, but not at me, boy. Yes. <laughs> 
Yeah, because I was going to say, you just threw me off. You started laughing so much because I was going to say that I was listening to a program about him. And one of the things he said early in his career, like he was he was a character actor in Hollywood long before he did Star Trek. and But he could he barely keep a job. So when he got Star Trek, he was supposed to be like a minor character on there. and But he was happy to have the job because he had not worked more than a week at any job ever. So he had got this, he said he got the job. And initially, the studio was going to get rid of him because they, they looked at his point of years and they thought he was demonic, de- demonic, right? And but after they showed the first yeah. couple of shows, he was he was getting all the fan mail, so they decided, well, we better keep him because they were going to get rid of him. Yeah. But that just shows you the thinking. You know, some of these studios do stuff, and they just they don't, it's all about the money to them. They don't think about the art of the story. It's just about money, and that's the mistake they make to me a lot of times because, you know, for example, they, this Fifty Shades of Grey, it was successful, right? Mm-hmm. Especially the first weekend. After that, it kind of just dove off a little bit. But they made so much money on it, they were already, you know, they are already talking about the sequel, right? Yeah. Because that's Hollywood. Yeah. Hollywood's idea is if it's successful, you have to have a sequel. But some stories do not require a sequel. It's, it's you know, and that's why usually sequels suck because they don't really have a story to tell. Right. right. So they come up with this stuff. And they just throw anything out there, and, and you know, people will go because people are like sheep a lot of times, so they just go. And right. you know, and you're, you're wondering why the movie sucks because not a lot of thought was put into it. It's all about just money. Let's we just we're going to put up something for the money. Yeah. Absolutely. And I say that while I'm I, I can I'm sitting here on, on pins and needles waiting for the Avatar remake to be made because <laughs> that's, that's, you want it to be made? Best. God yes. <laughs> I like sheep too, I you know I need I need some stories I want to go on forever, so let's let's bring Avatar. Do you back. know how long it took me to watch Avatar? Forever. I had refused forever. Why would you refuse to see it? You should have seen it in 3D because it was phenomenal. It was it was groundbreaking as far as the, was, the visual effects. It definitely was one of those that when I saw it in a theater, I mean, when I saw it at home, it was one of my regrets. Uh, Avatar was a regret and Titanic was a regret. I didn't see either one of those in the theaters, so... When bad, the next one comes out, I know, and I. Well, I have a theory, Tracy. I have a theory. What's that? <laughs> Maybe you just don't like James Cameron because those are both James Cameron movies, and you just, ah, you just that's don't funny. want to. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually like it. You don't want to see his movies. <laughs> you like James Cameron? Screw him! I like who comes on TV. <laughs> no. When I don't like somebody, I'm really, really vocal about it. But I don't know. It was just stupid. And finally, my son forced me to watch Titanic at home. And it was an amazing, ah, just the visuals were so good. And I was forced to watch um, Avatar. I did not have the choice to watch it, but I can see it. And, oh, what a regret that I didn't see it in a movie. It happens. It happens. I mean, you can't, honestly, you can't see everything in the movies unless you're, you know, even me, I, I go probably more than anybody I know, and it's impossible to see everything. You see everything in the movies. Actually, no, I don't. <laughs> but I, 
I try to see a, a number of that. I try to see what Even I want. Even if you don't go to the movie, you watch a lot of movies from your home, too. That, well, I have. I, I make sure that I have the, the capability to watch, but you still can never see everything. It's just it's virtually impossible. Yeah. So it's, it's okay. It is okay. Ooh, measles outbreak in Las Vegas. My, my. Well, I know, but they have one at at, at a Las Vegas restaurant because one of my coworkers and her boyfriend actually went to Las Vegas Thursday night, I think. And I'm curious where they're staying. MGM Grand, that's a nice hotel, too. Wow, it's funny. A patron at Emeralds, New Orleans, Fish House. You're, you know, in Emerald, Ladassi, right? I'm sorry, who is it? Emerald Lagasse, the, the New Orleans chef. Yes, yes. He's ever shown yes. on the Food Network. Yeah, yes, I know him. What about him? Two staff members and a patron at his restaurant at the MGM Grand. Uh-huh. That's Wait, where the measles... What happened? Uh, those are the people who have the measles. Uh-huh. Two of, two of his employees and a, one of his one of his patrons. Uh-huh. So, you know how they link back that first case to Disneyland? Where they're linking the case in, in New Orleans to his restaurant. <coughs> Which is probably not good for his restaurant. No. Well, it, it probably still came from Disneyland, by the way. It probably People come from all over. They come from all over. Well, I don't know. And, and I don't know who can well, You know, the, the sad part is I don't know who could afford to go to Disneyland because Disneyland is... <laughs> Very expensive, and they just raised the prices. You know, they were already expensive. They're like, well, we had measles, so we're going to raise the prices another three, four dollars. So you really have to be rich to come here. But it's the happiest place on earth. No, Disney World is the happiest place on earth. Well, Disney World is just nicer than Disneyland. But I mean, for those of us who live in Southern California who've never been to South Florida, uh, they wouldn't know that. But they would just know Disneyland. And Disney, when I was a kid, my first foray into Disneyland was magical. Uh-huh. Of course, now that I've, I've grown up and have gone there, I realized that it's in the middle of Anaheim, which is kind of a dump. So, I mean, it's, it's right. well, not a dump, but not dump on Anaheim. But, you know, because they built Anaheim up especially around Disneyland to be, you know, a mecca kind of. But in comparison to Orlando, the Orlando Disney World set up, Disneyland sucks, really. Yeah, and, you know, I've gone to Disneyland, not one of my favorite places to go to. You know, if I went, I would go probably drunk. You know what I mean? Like, to truly, truly have fun. I mean, I might see it you from a different it. perspective. What? Did you, what? What did you say? Did you say you were probably drunk going to Disneyland? <laughs> no, I said I probably would go drunk. You would go drunk. <laughs> yeah. Well, why not? <laughs> why not? Why? <laughs> why not? There's nothing to do there. <laughs> See, you, you you don't know, you don't you've lost the magic apparently because you can get on there even though it's it's old and you know if you've been there once you've been there a thousand times but they're still having like Pirates of the Caribbean uh, you have 
you have the, the haunted house ride. There's a lot of fun. Disneyland is okay. Aww. Like well, you're making it sound more appealing. You're making yeah, it sound okay. more appealing. And um, I guess, you know, I guess it depends on who you go with, because if you go with the right person, you can have fun. If you go with the wrong person, it could be hell on earth. So you know, just choose. And choose I, I think <laughs> and I think that's been part of the, uh, the uh, blah, blah, blah. You went with the wrong person, so you needed to be drunk. I would, first. <laughs> I would think so, yes. Well, honestly, the last time I went, I felt the same way, so... Uh, <laughs> I kept asking myself, what the hell am I doing here? <laughs> How did this happen? <laughs> I was minding my own business, walking down the street, next thing I know, I'm in Disneyland with this mofo. <laughs> How the hell did that happen? <laughs> it's such a wasted day, by the way. When you go with the wrong person, you're like, so many things I could have been doing. And yeah, especially when, it, when that person is constantly in your ear. You know, blah, 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 the Wait, sad part, when I, when I Wait, went to Disneyland the last day? time, going to Disneyland with that person that I went with. But the other part of it is I was actually really sick, too, right? Oh. And the, the person was not sympathetic to my illness. So oh. Like, oh, wow. I mean, I had like 100, I had a 102 degree fever, you know, and I was, I was just not a happy camper. I probably shouldn't have gone, but, you know, it just wasn't a good who, day. I just, wait, <laughs> wait, who drove? Were you stuck? Because I tend to get stuck because I'm not the one driving. So who drove? Well, technically I drove, but I drove their vehicle, so I, I was at their Oh, vehicle. that's worse. It's even worse. Okay, so you were stuck, basically. <laughs> Yeah, and they were they were kind of they took me there for my birthday. It turned out, and it was just it was just a bad. I was I was not well. I should have said you know, and I'm not well. And I actually did try to say that, and they got mad, so I had to back off and say I'll go anyway. You know, one of those situations. Mm. <laughs> Please don't be mad because I'm sick. <laughs> mm, sorry. Oh, it's okay. I mean, you know, it's the things we learn in life. Would I do it again? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But uh, like if I you have a fever, stay home. <laughs> Might have enjoyed yourself probably. if you didn't have the fever. I probably would have had a better time and and I could have, you know, right. even put the other person's shenanigans on a back burner if I didn't have this fever going on. But, you know, I did and mm-hmm. it was what it was. Life is like a box of chocolates, as my my mentor, Forrest uh, Gump, said. Ah, oh, I hate when you say that. I thought you would stop for a minute. Stop saying that. You choose. That life what is you like a box of chocolates. Box. Yes, Malcolm. You choose what you want, 
in that box of chocolates. And by the way, sometimes oh. you chew, you bite, and you're like, hmm, this doesn't work for me. And you put it back in a box, half eaten. Actually, no, you throw it away, but that's just, just like putting chips back in the bag. <laughs> Maybe you missed what I mean by that, because what, what that, that's actually an optimistic statement. It's optimistic, no, actually, Malcolm, you have been saying it for two and a half years. I yes, never it's an it. optimistic statement. Yes. It's very optimistic. No. That means tomorrow, every day is a good day, really. Uh, That's what that means. Really? Is, is that what you're trying to say? Seriously, is that what yeah. you're seriously trying to say? I never seriously. got that. I never got that from think, you. What did you think it was, like a negative statement? Like, oh, my God, you're going to get bad chocolate? <laughs> is that what you think? Yes. Okay. Remember, you've been saying it for two and a half years, so. I think every time you, no, wait, wait, (laughs) wait, every time you say it, I think it might have came off of a story that wasn't quite positive. Yeah, but see, what what I mean when I say it is that just because you have a bad experience, the next experience might be just wonderful. You don't get that. I, I totally hear it today. I've never understood that's what you meant. Every time you said it, I actually liked yeah. the saying before you started saying it. Once you started saying oh, it, I was me. like, "What the hell? What? Wait, what?" <laughs> it's me. So now you, you think it was a negative statement, but it's not a negative statement. So don't. Take I it know as a it's not. No, I know it's not. Then why would you think I'm in it? it I statement. understood it. Wait, okay, no, so hold on. Wait, back up, back up. Why would you think when? I was naked being negative about it? I like the statement, too. I thought it was very positive. The world is your oyster. Life is like a box of chocolates. It's wonderful. No. You were taking that as a negative statement? Oh, my God. That's what, that explains everything. Wait. No, that doesn't say the damn thing. When Forrest Gump said it, I understood it and I loved it. And then you said it for two and a half years, and every time you said it, I, I'm pretty confident it was behind a story that was really sad and depressing. And then you would go, Tracy, life is like a box of chocolates. And I'd be like, what? And so at some point, I'm, I, I hated that statement. I was like, if he says it one more time, I'm going to scream. But wow. today, today... <laughs> That's the, that's, that's today, today, I think I'm getting it. So it's a, you actually mean it positively. Yes. It's an optimistic look at the world that's saying basically, you know, even if something as bad is happening to you, tomorrow's going to be a great day. Just take another bite of, the, of a chocolate. Yeah, pick something else. You'll be surprised. <laughs> You probably oh, my God. I swear to God, I'm so glad we had this conversation today. I, I'm happy now. No, I'm really, really happy now. I get it. I, I swear, Malcolm, I, maybe I would never have told you, but I had begun to hate, like the word hate, quote, that. <laughs> oh, that's funny. What's another good word? Abhorred. Abhorred. I was beginning to, like, hate that. Like, if I heard it, like, I can't even watch the movie anymore because I know that he's going to say that sitting on the bench. Life is like a box of chocolates. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. 
Wow. I've never fanned myself, now. Tracy, but I, I'm actually fanning myself because of, <laughs> that laugh made me hot. I was like, oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm happy today. <laughs> I'm happy. I'm glad. I get it. I'm glad. You did mean it positively all this time. Oh, my God. Yeah, pretty much every time I say it. <laughs> Positive statement. <laughs> Not meant to be negative. I mean, <laughs> you see no. how? Okay, now, now listen to me. Okay, hold on. I do readings all day long with people and and people asking, you know, you know, did something get misinterpreted and blah 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 blah. Like this is so perfect on how someone can misinterpret something and then hold on to it. Like I, I, you were holding on to it. I got it. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> It was like a dog on a leash. <laughs> She's not gonna let that dog go. Um, okay, you lost me. The dog on the leash. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> that's why. Well, see, see that kind am of I thing. Am I the dog? Am I the dog or the leash? Which one am I? <laughs> no, you're the person holding the leash. Oh, holding. holding leash. Oh my God. Okay, I'm holding the leash and I'm not letting the dog go. Right. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but you're not supposed to let the dog go. Sometimes you ought to let that dog go. <laughs> let it go. Run, run, run free, dog. Run oh. Free. Okay. Okay. I don't put my dogs on a leash anyway, ironically. Well, that's another statement. I'll be good. But see, but the reason I, I, I say those things is that, you know how people, you know, get all upset about something that happens in their life and they want to kill themselves? Because, because I yes. think stuff like a life of like a box of chai, I don't believe in suicide as a solution. I mean, right. to pretty much anything. Right. Because tomorrow right. might be the day you win the lottery, but you wouldn't know because yes. you killed yourself. So, you know, you yes. don't know. And it's yeah. a foolish thing. Plus, what you do to your family members, that's a whole other thing. Because I'm just reading about the dude in Missouri that his mom died, so he decided he needed to take out the rest of the family, too, and kill himself. And he went around mm-hmm. and pretty much shot up his whole family. And, mm. and you know, they're treating you because they said when they when they found the body, they found the mother, and the mother had died mm. of natural causes. And so now after, mm. after doing this stuff, they figured out he was the son, he lived with his mom, and when she died, it was I guess it was like, it's on and cracking now, let me get my gun. And, and he took out the rest of his family. Not all of them. Okay. Well, hold on a second. So, <laughs> I'm like you, Malcolm. I do believe that at the end of every single ton- tunnel. So, I don't believe in suicide. But I also worked in a hospital in a coronary care unit, and we got suicide patients a lot. And I have found from my experience that suicide is a very, very selfish act. I have found in my experience it just falls under, you know, he doesn't love me enough, I'm going to commit suicide. And so that's been my experience. So I don't like suicide for the reasons behind it. It's just well, selfish. Now, typically. there are some mental illness that, that also brings about suicide. And sometimes that's preventable because they're lost in their head. I think Robin Williams was lost in his head. But I also believe that him and his wife had a fight, and it might have been revenge too. Well, 
And then mm-hmm. you have to not discount the health issues that he was experiencing because some people do it behind health issues, and I kind of, that's the part I kind of understand. You know, and I was going to go are, there too. Are deathly ill, right? So I understand right. that one. I'm not saying trying to say it's not a solution all the time, but people do it because, like you said, they broke up with their boyfriend or broke up with their girlfriend, or it's a guy that, breaking up. That's with always boyfriend. been my experience that people try to commit suicide, and then and and I'm and I've seen it from an organic place where you're in the hospital, the patient's in the room and the boyfriend, you know, for me it's been women, the boyfriend comes in and she's getting all this attention now. And it's like, really? Really? Okay. But for medical reasons, if you're in pain and it's a long-term illness, I'm okay with someone making a decision for assisted suicide like that young lady did just recently. Exactly. I mean, there's reasons for it. I mean, but see, people, you know what's funny to me is like we have these politicians, you know, another reason you should vote because you got to get these fools out of there, but politicians want to make laws and say people can't do things like that, but they're not <laughs> going through it. They have no idea what it's like to be dying of some hideous disease. That's right. You know, they don't want to let them That's have right. medical marijuana because they they don't think that, you know, they're like, well, marijuana's no good for them. But they, they allow the pharmaceutical companies to give them whatever poison they come up with. So, exactly, exactly. And medical, mar- medical marijuana. Marijuana is good for a lot of medicinal purposes, a lot. So okay. you're right. These politicians are making these rules for us. And by the way, half the rules that they're making, a lot of them are doing weed. A lot of them, you know, like... Um, well, a lot of them are doing a lot of things. Because a lot of them over the years were doing all these anti, anti-homosexual laws. And it turns out they're <laughs> like secretly homosexuals. So. Or, their, like, or their children were. Exactly. Like, uh, what is it, New Cambridge's daughter? Jay. And he was no, no, no. Not New Cambridge. No, no. No, who was the president? Dick Cheney's daughter, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, New Gamers was doing a lot of other things, but he didn't have a gay daughter. Um, he was a special guy. But getting back to suicide, Malcolm, in my position, I tend to get people that just walk in and tell me they're going to commit suicide. I get people that text me, and they're like, they're like, I'm thinking today's going to be the day. And I'm, I'm like, for so what? Wow. No, I That's get this tough. a lot now, It is tough on really? me. And then, no, it really is because what people don't understand is that I'm very, very sensitive. And so when they do stupid stuff like that, like it's burdensome, right? And so, uh-huh. and you don't want to have a cold heart. You don't want to be like, well, you know, you don't want to say anything mean because behind that they could do something mean, right? So then I'll ignore True. the text. And this happened recently. I'll ignore the text. Or I'll say something light. I'll be like, well, don't do that, you know. I'll say something light. Well, I don't want to get heavy with somebody. Well, that's the only appropriate answer to me. Because if somebody says, right. like, please don't, please don't. Please and don't. There's, right. there's, a better, there's better options out there. You know, and I get when yeah. people, like, seriously, Malcolm, I get this. I have people walk in. And in the three years that I've worked at the Green Man store, Three people have said this to me, and nobody should have this given to them. There's nothing I can do. I'm not God. There's nothing I can do. So when, you, when you're asking me to look in the cars and see the bright light, the bright light is in you. 
I agree. <laughs> you don't get an argument from me. The, the bright light is in you. I don't. I don't do. I don't go to places like what you do. But I do right. believe that bright light's within you, and you know you don't even need nobody to tell you because you, again, you don't know what tomorrow's going to bring you. Tomorrow might be the day. Exactly. You your life. And then you could, and then I have to know, I have to remind people that whatever they're going through, I, I then I have to tell them my story. I have to tell them, you know. My story, stories, by the way, you know, and it's like, it's also like I shouldn't even have to divulge my story, but I do tell my story because I'm like, look, I, you know, I survived this, I did that, you know, you're going through something, I hear you, but you can make it through. In any case, it's just so talking about suicide, and it's funny, I had it again this week. And so finally, I stayed light, I, I know. I stayed light, I stayed light, and then finally Spirit said, tell her to call 911 or suicide prevention. And so I I texted, and I was like, please call 911 and or suicide prevention, you know? And then I... Well, you should probably just have I, a suicide prevention number available since people are coming and telling you this. Like, here's the number. Uh, don't even try to look it up. I'm going to give you the number. Call it, because... It's, it's okay. There's, there's absolutely. I won't say like I said. It's not like there's no reason to do things, but most most of the time there's no reason to do that. And then the the worst ones are the ones who, on their way to killing themselves, decide they need to kill a whole bunch of other people first. That's a problem, you know. <laughs> well, do I mean, stuff. what you described with this young man and his mother dying, and he thinking it's okay to take out others. Oh, well, that's just. That becomes sick now. It's bigger. That's not suicide. That's a very, very sick person. <clears throat> yep. We'll burn in hell kind of person, yes. They literally, you know, hell is waiting for it's you a, behind that one. It's a different type of thing. So, so Russell, how about if we ended on suicide? <laughs> yeah, that's refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> Can work okay, with so that. Okay, so before we end it there... You're committed to giving me some rice and something. What are you making again? Rice and rice red, and red something. beans and rice. Does the red rice travel well? So I will bring. I guess I'll figure out a way to bring you some red beans. And you have to make your own rice, though, Tracy, um, because rice oh, doesn't really travel. Yeah, rice is easy. If you can't make rice, then I. I Appear for you. Um, oh my but, God! No need to add that. I'm Caribbean. I can make rice. Yeah. <laughs> I can make rice, Malcolm. <laughs> I, I believe you. So I, I'll put some in a container and freeze it, and then I'll, I'll find a way to get it to you. How's that? Sounds like a plan. There we have okay, it. Okay, Malcolm. Have a good weekend. I will. You have a good one too. Take it easy, okay? I will. You too. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> um, now I think I see what's happening here. I think that some people are listening to Malcolm's Hour. Oh, it's making sense now. I just realized what happened because, hold on, guys. Because <clears throat> when I hang up with Malcolm, some of the phone calls drop. 
and and I don't notice it until after the fact, and then I notice it, and then, huh, very interesting. Okay. Debbie! Uh-oh. Debbie. Hi. I'm Hi. here. Hello. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. Like I can, hear, I can hear you talking to me, and I was like, hi. <laughs> I'm hi, great. Hi. I'm great. <laughs> Give me one second. I was trying to promote the show today, and I guess I didn't get okay. a chance to. No, it's okay. I'll figure for some reason put the psychic hour begins now. Um, how okay. are you doing? Oh, I'm my good. God. How okay, are hold you? Hold on a second. Okay. okay. So, okay. So, I got my card. <laughs> Yay. So I was panicking pretty. yesterday because I'm like, okay, did she get them? I hope she got them because did she get them? Because they're awesome. If she didn't get them or somebody else at that store took her cards, I'm going to be so mad. So I'm like, you know. Well, you know, I, I just work in a, a bit of a weird place, right? So no one tells mm-hmm. me that the cards are in. So thank you so much for letting me know. I thought they were home, and you were like, you know, they're there. You know, I was like, oh, yeah, I can't wait to get home. And you're like, no, they're at the store. <clears throat> and then I forgot, and I came back to um, get them, and they kind of had placed them in public view, and it was a class, and I was like, oh. um, that's so disrespectful because somebody could have walked away with it. But okay, but they see, but maybe it's not them. They tend to leave their purses out too. They leave their purses out. They leave their purses open. Oh. It's just kind of a weird. Place. So I was like, yeah, like, no, that's not um, me. That's not. I don't do that. <laughs> I don't leave my right? purse open. I don't leave it out in full view. Right. My purse and is it is still LA. Exactly. It's it is still LA. <laughs> just like sitting on a chair where they did classes, and it was a class last night. Not that anybody would see. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying aesthetically, I wouldn't do that. But in any case, I got them. Right. <laughs> I'm so happy. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Do you okay? So you do you like them? Because I was like, I was like, okay. What if she doesn't like them? Because I'm like, I'm like in love with my deck. Like they're just great. They're they're so pretty. And I was like, okay. I don't know. Maybe this well, is not her her aesthetic. Maybe she doesn't like well, them. No. <laughs> okay. So while I was on the subway, I was looking at them, right? And mm-hmm. they're actually they're actually a tarot deck with yes. angels. Yeah, I didn't know that. Oh, really? So, yes, just, they are. I didn't understand that. You said there was a lot of cards, and I was like, why to myself, right? And yes. so because they're a tarot deck, of course I'm going to be able to read them very, very well because they are a tarot deck as opposed to an aura deck, right? Yes. But it's a combination mm-hmm. tarot-aura, right? Okay, so last night I was going to call you and do a mm-hmm. reading off of these cards as practice, right? Uh-huh. But then one of my uh, best friend's daughters is just getting into the psychic world. A lot of you guys, and it's all in the same age bracket, right, all these 20-year-olds mm-hmm. in <clears throat> early 30s are seriously just investing in tarot cards and tarot readings and blah, 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 blah. So she's yes. another one. So I said to her last night, she said, Tracy, I do the tarot cards and I talk to the dead. And I was like, oh, my God, that's amazing. 
So I said, how good are you getting? She goes, I think I'm getting really, really good. I was like, okay, I'm going to put you to the test. I mm-hmm. told her to read Bobby Christina. Oh. Yeah. How did that go? Because I can tell you what I, what cards, I can tell you what I picked up. Tell me. And when I, I, well, when I, I did it. You did. Okay, you so you read Bobby Christina. And, I did it. And, yes. Uh-huh. I got, I kept getting, I kept getting nine of fire. Don't give up. Which don't means give up. what? Have Which courage. Means? Believe in yourself. But it's like, don't give don't up. Don't give up. Don't give up. Okay. Now. Like, and I, I was like, who, I was like, who is that? Like, who, who are you? Like, I was trying to figure out who are they talking to. Are they talking to her? Because I think that she's. I think I don't know. I don't know who that's about. If that's about her dad, because I asked the question when they were talking. Okay. Because remember when they were saying that she was that they were going to pull the plug on her. Yes. And then yes. And like nobody had any information, and they were trying to decide whether or not to do it. And yes, all of the yes. cards were like the hangman, wait and see, nine of fire, don't yes. give up. It was like all of that stuff. I haven't done it recently, but when I did yes. it, it just kept, it just kept coming up. Like nine of fire, don't give up, don't give up, don't give don't up. Give and up. Then that makes me. And then that love card, and I was like, okay, what does this mean? Yeah. Yeah, I got like love and yeah, love card. Love and what? Like there's a, like there's a lot of love around her. Like you know what I'm saying? A lot of love. Like yeah. A lot of love and a lot of prayer. Like a lot. Yes, yes, yes. And I feel like somebody is telling her, "Don't give up." Like just mm. come back, come back. Don't give up. That's the way that I read. Okay. And was that your most recent assessment of her? No, that was when that was when that was like a week ago, when I first okay. got to, that was my first reading on using the yes. angel tarot. Yeah. Oh, this with the angel tarot. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. Because yes. mm-hmm. I told you my 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 Nefertiti tarot got destroyed during Mercury retrograde by some water, and so no, you didn't tell me that. Oh no, I gotta be honest with you. I think it was mm-hmm. way too heavy. Yes, I was going to say It was, too, was, it was too heavy. Yeah, it was deep. The images were right. deep. They were just so yes. strong. Yes, and, and like the cards were like so like like not heavy. negative, but like this is destruction. <laughs> this is what's going to happen. And it was like I was so scared to pull them. These cards, I don't feel like you know what I'm saying because yes. And like these cards, they don't feel they feel lighter. Like they're not as scary. Like the messages are positive. You know what I'm saying? It's like they're like even though it gives you the tower, it doesn't look like the tower. And it tells you like I feel even when looking at the images, I feel like yes, it's bad, but something good is going to come out of it. With the Nefertiti, it was like this is bad. It's just bad. No, res- <laughs> no resolution. It's like, okay, lights okay. up. All right. Um, to be honest with you, I I mm-hmm. didn't, I was not crazy about your Nefertiti, and, okay. but I didn't want to say anything because it's your relationship. Who am I, right? Right, right, right. Um. 
And the more you did readings on it, I, I felt mm-hmm. like it was making you crazy. I felt like it was like spiraling you out of control. And I'm like, I was seriously about to tell you, don't do readings. Like, stop. Like, get away from like, put the cause down, right? Right. And I, did, I didn't hear that they had gotten destroyed, but that was spirit walking in. Spirit was like, water. <laughs> you know <laughs> what? I believe that too. Because I, I, the deck was completely fine, and I ordered this one. I was like, okay, let me get a new deck. I was like, oh, I like these. I saw someone on YouTube. Yeah. Um, a lady on YouTube, she had some. She had New Orleans, a new or a deck called the New Orleans deck, which was like all of this like weird imagery and stuff. And then she was like, okay, something's telling me because she did a reading on Bobby Christina, and she was like, and she was like, something's telling me to go and pull out the the angel deck. And I was like, what is she talking about? And she showed it to the camera, and I was like, oh my god, those cards are gorgeous. Oh they my are god, stunning. those cards are amazing. Yeah. Yes. I was like, okay, let me go look these up. And so I was like, let me, so my cards, my Nefertiti cards were fine when I ordered yes. these. So it wasn't like, oh, yes. they're destroyed, I can't use them anymore, so let me go ahead and get another deck. But I was going to, I had planned to work with two decks to see if I could get the same messages in both decks, but in both decks. But this one, like once I got these and I started using these, it was like a weight had been lifted. Like I didn't feel so much heavy energy, Heaviness. and then yeah. and then the cards got destroyed, and I was like, oh, man, and then the more but the more I start using these, and the more yeah. it starts to make sense, the more it's like, okay, there's a reason why those cards were destroyed. Yeah, so they weren't for me, they, were, they weren't Yeah. Me. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the way that I I'm feel. Happy. I feel like they, yeah, they they weren't for me. Like they, I mean, like they were fine. And like I said, when I asked them, you know, because I told you, I asked the cards what, you know, I mm-hmm. asked them questions. Like, okay, how do you see me? How do you see yourself? I got the nine of swords when I asked them how do they see themselves, and I got, and that was weird. And they saw, and then, but, but the way that they saw me was as a high priestess. It was so, it was such a weird, like, read. It was like a, re, a weird reading. I haven't done it with the mm-hmm. cards yet, but it's like, I don't really feel the need to because I feel, like, connected to them. And now I take them everywhere I go. Everywhere mm-hmm. I go. Just carry mm-hmm. them around. Just because. Everywhere. Because <laughs> now you just love them. Exactly. Well, um, I was going to use them last night. I had every intention of, you know, being one with myself last Mm -hmm. night. Um, Mm -hmm. And then it didn't quite work out that way. And then... I I understand. It it didn't work out that way. And then it's a long story. And then I got home and I was committed to making a phone call. I was committed to this, like I was committed, and so that's when I called my best friend's daughter, and I was, and she had this reading prepared for me about Bobby Christina, so I was committed to this, and if I didn't call her, she's one of those girls that would, like, it would stay on her mind all night, you know, she's that girl, Mm -hmm. and she's Mm -hmm. investing like you are, like many of my young girls are, they're investing in this whole psychic development, and, Mm -hmm. um, and so she had prepared a reading on Bobby Christina. So, 
didn't tell me what you how it came out the second time when you did Bobby. You know what? I can't honestly. I can't remember. I like I do, oh. and then I think the answer is bothered me so much, and I didn't like. You you did like, it, and what? It, like the answers bothered me so much. Mm. Because I couldn't put it in te- like I couldn't put it together. I couldn't. I was like, okay, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? And they weren't giving me a definitive answer. And like it bothered me so much that I was like, okay, I'm just not gonna write them now. I haven't asked mm. recently because I, you know, I don't know. The whole situation is troublesome to me. Yeah. And like now, and especially yesterday, someone was telling me yesterday that that they're suggesting that that someone might have moved her body into the bathtub. She she didn't get there on her own. They're saying they moved somebody moved her. And I'm and I'm just like I I don't want to know. You know how sometimes you're too scared to ask the answer? It's, oh, it's one of You heard that this morning? No, that was yesterday. No, Yeah, that was yesterday. So I don't, I, I don't know. Hmm. It's just sad all around. <laughs> but you know what? All the cards that I got when they were talking about pulling the plug were positive cards and uplifting cards. None of them were like, I didn't get the end, doom and gloom, destruction, sadness, none of that. It was all positive. Okay. Uh, well, you know. But, I mean, like I said, things can change in the course of two weeks. Things always change. Yeah. You know. Yeah, well, yeah, look, she wound up with it, you know, they thought it was okay to take her off life support. I don't know how they made that decision, although I know doctors have a time frame they like to go on. And they, do, they do like to test if it's time to mm-hmm. blah, 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 and it didn't work out well. Apparently, she had violent seizures. Um, I don't know what that means. You know, I guess there are different degrees of seizures, they, according to TMZ, but they exaggerate so damn much. Like just violent yes, seizures. I know they're kind of annoying. Like I like them, but they're also annoying at the same time. Like, come on, they're turning into the inquire. Please, I don't like them because I know they're in bed with certain celebrities. Like I, because I find it kind of convenient how I feel like it's convenient that. Amber Rose, Amber Rose has this blow up with Khloe Kardashian, and then the next day, TMZ mm-hmm. publishes a story about how Amber's a bad mother. A story Ooh. that they rehashed, that they had published. They just, they just reposted the same story that they posted like nine months ago about her being a bad mom. Oh, interesting. So I believe that was all for dinner. Uh, I just really do. Uh, I do. And I believe, like oh. like I said, everything, I take everything about the Kardashians are around them and TMZ with a grain of salt because I know that Chris and Harvey are 
and then right, like that, but <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, yes. So gross. Ugh. That is such a achy mom. I hate her. I yeah, hate so many I'm, people. I hate her. Yeah, I'm not a fan. She's the worst. The worst of the worst. But between her and Honey Boo Boo's mom, I don't know who's worse. I really don't. I don't know who's worse. <laughs> no, Honey Boo Boo's mom. Well, you know, actually, Honey Boo Boo appears to be worse. Her mom appears to be worse because she's uh, sloppy and poor looking and uneducated looking, right? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And and you can place her nicely into a category. Like you can just you know exactly right. what to Right. But Chris Jenna, who comes with a sophistication about her, nice clothes, nice purse, nice shoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. Maybe you can't compare them. Maybe they are the same exact woman. Period. Katie moms. One just looks one way and one looks another way, but they pour out their children, period. Yeah. I wanted to do a reading on... Oh, I can't do anything. Oh, wait. Hold on, guys. Um, I wanted to do a reading using these new cards. I wanted Hello? to do a reading using hi. I want to do a oh, reading okay. using these new cards. So give okay. me something to go on. Okay. So before I This is the first time questions. I'm literally using them. It's the first time I'm using really? them. Really? Okay. Really? I have not okay. used I just looked at them yesterday. Okay, so go ahead. Wow. Before you ask okay, so celebrity we, question, what do you yes, think? I have a I have a personal question. Oh, can I use and, these cards to your mind? Sure, no problem. Go for it. Okay, my personal question is about um, a, a new place to live. Oh, like I said, okay. I'm, I'm looking for something in maybe April or May. Right. Or maybe even June. Something in the – like after school. And I was wondering how that was going to work out. So you're looking for a place – when school yes. ends, you're thinking more about the month of June, more in the month of June, you're saying. Well, yes, either, I'm like I said, April, May, or June. I'm not oh, sure. Okay. April, Somewhere May along those lines. Yes. Okay. Question. Oh, is, does it have to be a specific question? What's the question? <laughs> Oh, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying, does it have to be a specific question? I'm sorry. And I say yes. I say yes. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> yes. okay. Sorry about that. I think my phone is acting weird. That's okay. Um, that's okay. Uh, am I going to move during the summer? And, well, can I ask if can it be a like an involved mm-hmm. question? Should I be okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Am I going to move during this during the summer? And will it be a nice place? I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. 
Okay. <laughs> oh, gosh. Here we go. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Remember, I don't know how to read the card, so the first thing that came up was the nine of fire. And I'm like, oh, God, I don't know how to read it. Um, the nine of swords? Okay. No. Well, oh, wands. The nine of wands. Okay, so yeah. read with me. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> so the last card, I'm going to go by the, the meaning that's literally on the card, and then I'll try and decipher. Remember, it's the first time I'm using these cards. So it yeah. starts out with, as a final outcome, it starts out with don't give up, protect that which you've created, have courage, and believe in yourself. Okay? Yes. That's the final outcome card. Okay. The first card is the Queen of Air. It does represent independence, being realistic, and experience. So clearing away anything that serves you anymore and seeing the humor in the situation. Right? Okay. Uh Uh-huh. Then I get the Six of Waters, um, memories of your history of childhood, issues regarding children, romancing the past. Well, you work with children, so give, give me yes. a chance while I just go through this. The Five okay. of Air is an unwise choice. Learn what you can from the situation. Review everyone's motive, all right? Mm, so okay. what, what, what I'm getting from that. Remember, we're talking about an apartment. Yes. So what I'm, okay, what I'm getting, where did you grow up exactly in Florida? Well, I didn't grow up in Florida. Where did you grow up? I I grew up in Georgia. Oh, you're a Southern girl? Oh, my God. I get a lot of Southern girls, too, as a matter of fact. Um, Papa, you grew up in Georgia. Okay, because mm-hmm. what I'm getting so far is find an environment that appears similar to your upbringing. Okay. The other thing that I'm getting is there is a chance of choosing unwisely depending upon everyone else's motive. So you have an apartment manager that may want to lease from you, but may not tell you it's not the safest building. Oh. Okay. 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 Um, the emperor, organization, and logic, structure, and discipline, the key here. Okay. Okay. Um, hold on. Okay. I am... Uh, Hold on a second. Okay. <laughs> I wanna I wanna intro to the radio show. I wanna be more professional. I don't feel like I'm professional enough, even when I'm doing the show. But I'm gonna oh, learn to be much more professional. Um, because I'm so busy having fun that I'm not really trying to be professional, but I'm thinking about being more professional, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. But I like being fun. But in any case, I want a musical intro, and so. I text Malcolm, and I was like, because he, he can, he has uh, tools, right? And so I was like, I mm-hmm. want a musical in- intro to the show now. And I go, and I don't know if you ever watched the Mindy Project. You, you know the Mindy Project? Yes, I've, I've seen bits of the show, but not like, 
Well, let me tell you, if you like comedy and if you like Tina Fey, you must watch the Mindy Project. That okay. little girl is hilarious. She is funny. Oh, my god! She is much okay. kind of funny. And I love her. She is hilarious. And she does it, and she barely cracks a smile. The way she talks, it's like, and you're like, oh, my God, that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um, hold on. Just let me get this out, and then I can go back and concentrate on you. The TV show, I like okay. her intro. Or something similar. So she has an intro that's like, exactly like her personality. So I want something mm-hmm. like that. In any, case, in any case, getting back to you, the page of Earth, which is, a, I know that's about money. Good news about financial matters, wanting to do something more challenging um, mm-hmm. in a new area of study, but. Well, see, um, it's also the same card. Remember, I was telling you. You well, got that card before. Also. It keeps okay. coming up all the time in every reading. It doesn't matter what it is about relationships. About it keeps coming up. Well, first of all, um, the word patient is very clear here, right? Mm-hmm. I'm also getting that you're so. Uh, dependable, you're successful, you're scholarly. Um, mm-hmm. And in the end, it says a new area of study. I'm going to include what you're doing right now, which is investing in the metaphysical world. Yes. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, did I ever send you, oh, never mind. Did I ever send you a link to make money off of this? Did I ever do that? I'll no. send it to you. There's a okay. link to make money off of this, even if you're new. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about, like, I don't know if I can do it because I'm new. Don't worry about it. Um, I know the good ones, even if you're new, right? Okay, so a new area of study. And I'm only telling you this because it, it could um, give you the extra money during your paycheck is why I'm saying it. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the things that I've noticed here is Archangel Metatron. That is my favorite angel. <laughs> Nobody even knows about Metatron. But I like Metatron because it reminds me of um, Transformers. <laughs> oh, gosh. I like Transformers, and so I've associated Metatron, Transformer, that dude, with the Archangel. And so Archangel Metatron is my favorite Archangel. Mm-hmm. And so an important achievement, self-discipline and willpower, um, you're definitely going to get your apartment. If I Mm -hmm. give you when, I'm not going to give you when yet. So then the lover's card shows up, and you are going to be involved in some sort of intimate relationship. Um, Okay. Just so you know, your apartment which I think we talked about before. Your apartment will bring about an intimate relationship. Yes, we did. We kind of talked about that, okay? Yes, so, in your environment, it's happy times. Make positive, optimistic, long-term plans. You, you're on the right path. And 
and your hopes and fears, I guess, victory, good news, is on the way. Again, twice I'm getting public recognition, so we'll see what that means for you. And public recognition also means if you get yeah, recognized in school. Mm-hmm. Huh? No, I get recognized that too, and I didn't know what it meant. Oh. Well, you know, <laughs> at, at graduation, you might get like, and we're going to honor Desiree for blah, 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 new teacher of the war, mm-hmm. blah, 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 right? Um, mm-hmm. Don't give up. Protect what you have courage and believe in yourself. Okay, so the answer is, yes, you're going to get to your apartment. Absolutely. Yeah. The final outcome, which I couldn't understand because cause it different, it means once you get it, protect it. Love it. Right. You have the courage. Right. Believe in yourself. Like, it's just time for you to be that woman and have your own apartment. It's okay. Don't think. Right. You're all fearful. You're in your 20s. Everyone's fearful. It just happens. But it's also the transition that's necessary, and you're making that transition. By the way, you're making a transition. Mm-hmm. Everybody does it different. Some people are roommates. Some people live with their parents. It's whatever transition that's comfortable for you. With you right. coming from your parents, it's a huge transition. So when all is said and done, you're coming home to yourself. That's right. a lot. You have to like yourself. You have to get to know yourself. You have to decide, right. this is my style of sofa. Like, there's so many things that go on when you finally make that decision. So, the, you know, the final outcome is don't give up, which and that tells me that you might you know, you might say, I've only got a sofa and a bed, and that's it. And I never thought my life could turn out like this. <laughs> right. You know? Um, but they say, don't give up. Um, protect what you've created, which means, yes, you have your apartment. Have courage. Have courage. Have courage that being alone is okay. Have courage. And believe in yourself. Yes. So, my answer is yes. Okay. Okay. Is there any timeline? Is there any timeline? Oh, no. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So when I look at the cards, I look at the numbers, I get a couple of sixes. I get, no, I get uh, one, two, three sixes, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm pushing more to um, um, end of June beginning of July. That's what I'm pushing for. Okay. Okay. End of June, beginning of July. Okay. Okay. Yes. End of June, beginning of July. Got it. And as far as your psychic ability in these cars, I pulled more cars and they were telling me to tell you... um, Archangel Haniel, important psychic insight, um, release fears, don't hold back. Give me a celebrity question. Okay. I want to ask about Candy and Todd. Uh, what is that about? I don't it know. It like yeah. the vibe is so nasty and like... When who said it? Did Ty say it? I'm not Tyson Beckford, and you're not Rihanna. Like, why would you say that to your wife? He does kind of say mean things to her. I, yes, I do think I'm he like, loves her though. 
I do think, do you know what time he is? Because he says, he says stupid shit out of his mouth, but it doesn't mean that he doesn't love her. Um, Hold on. I don't know. I don't see. Are you looking it up? Yes. Okay. What's the question while you look it up? I just wanted to know what what was around their relationship. Like, are they oh. are they going to be? Are they going to stay together, together for a long ever? time? Not. I not think forever. if somebody killed, I think if somebody killed my mother, I wouldn't be around their asses. Not me. But. Okay. Oh lord. <laughs> <laughs> killed, you killed my mother on public TV. I wouldn't do it, but I don't know. I'm a different person. No one's going to embarrass my mama on public TV and then she has a heart attack. Are you serious? Ain't that the truth? That's so true. Okay, Candy's a Taurus. I don't know what he is, though. Yeah, I know she's a Taurus. That's how she makes all the money that she makes. She's very right. money conscious, very responsible with money. He has to be like an air sign that's just. He doesn't seem like a fire sign. He has to be an air sign. Unless he's a... Well, that's water. Never mind. But, yeah, and Pisces aren't that sharp tongue. It could be a, another... Oh, I guess they are. Like Virgo. Huh? I said, oh, yes, they are. Yes, they are. What ha- <laughs> Wait, what happened? No, you said that the Pisces isn't that sharp tongue, and I said, yes, they are. <laughs> so. Yes, they are. Okay, so his birthday is August 4th. Drum roll. Oh, no, not a Leo. No, he's not a Leo. Please, God, don't say he's a Leo. No. No. Yep, okay, that's what Lassie no. said. Lassie's birthday is August 4th, so yes. He's a Leo. No, love a No, he's not a Leo. God, please. Please. I love all Leos, but it kind of bothers me. And look, you, they do have sharp tongues. Leos do have sharp tongues. And he's one of them. Like, the way he says, like, no, the way he talks to her sometimes is so, like, ugh. It's rude. Like, it's just rude. Right, and then he's complaining on the show that they don't have enough sex, and it's, like, super weird. Or, she, yeah, he was complaining. How did they not have he enough was, sex? What are you talking about? I don't know. About? I haven't been watching I, it lately. Uh, you know, I have uh, little computer uh, issues. I haven't been able to watch it lately. What do you mean, all of having sex? What does that mean? Everyone well, should be having sex. No, he's saying they're, he's not, they're not getting enough. Or is she saying it? I can't remember who said it, but apparently there are some issues in the relationship where they are not communicating. Okay, so like give that. me a second. Again, I'm using your card. Okay. What's around their relationship? There is, there is a positive change coming through. A situation suddenly moves forward. forward fortune is on, on your side, her, their side. So it does feel like maybe there's a baby that's about to come through, right? Oh, okay. Um, mm-hmm. Gifts of money, time, effort, new career opportunity, receiving a loan or paying off debt. Well, that's candy. Candy's money conscious, so there's just more money coming through, another project coming through, okay? Mm-hmm. Listen to your intuition. Have patience. Consider carefully what you want before acting. I don't know what that means. 
Good news about financial matters. Once again, that's candy, right? Don't mm-hmm. give up. Protect that which you created. Have courage and believe in yourself. Once again, I'm back to a pregnancy. All right? I'm also back to a pregnancy and maybe having some problems during the pregnancy. Having some oh. marital problems during the pregnancy. And Candy's going to be forced to protect the energy than being a little blah, 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 blah. And, you know, Candy likes to cry a lot. So I could see her being pregnant and crying even more, right? Mm. Events events moving at a fast pace. Delays are over. Many things happening at once. So I'm getting she's going to have a project and she's going to have a baby and something's going to happen, you know, with 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 her child, like not bad, but good, like just a lot of stuff that's going to be all encompassed, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you've come into your own. New partners or contracts continue to move forward. Focus, focus, focus. Communicate with vision. Can be a leader. Advice from someone creative. Those two cards to me represent Todd, because I do believe that Todd does piggy bank her. And that's not a bad thing. I'm not saying it in a bad uh-huh. way. I'm not saying it in a bad way, though. I just know <laughs> that Todd also has not been able to do him. So I know we've seen him want to do something for himself, and he keeps kind of getting pulled back into real housewife shit, right? Yeah. So it does look like he's going to create something that belongs to him with partners that does not include Candy. I don't really think he truly, truly wants to be in business with her. He has business projects with her because it's financially sound, and he has watched her make money. I think he's also going to do something probably with another guy or two, and uh, Candy will not be invited into that, right? Mm, Okay. Um, The end of a phase or a situation Spiritual transformation, time to move on. Review, evaluate a favorable assessment of facts, time to move in a new direction. So I'm getting that even if she winds up pregnant, there is going to be a huge problem during their marriage, which is going to maybe force them to separate a little bit or look like they're separating or that kind of stuff that sometimes goes on when it just sometimes it just gets ugly when a baby comes into the picture. So it does look like mm-hmm. there's going to be some ugly, and I think people are going to wonder, are they separated? What's going on? I think he left her. Why would he leave her? And blah, 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 blah. But they actually don't leave each other. They actually do get back together, and they, 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 it does look to me like they have an amazing life. So. Oh, Wow. Yes, but if okay. Candy finally going to get pregnant, I have to say yes. <laughs> mm. Well, can I ask you, okay, can I ask you a, a, a card, like a psychic card? Oh, like a well, wait a question. second, wait a second. Wait a second, okay. Lavender just said, and I did not know this, Lavender, that it's going to get ugly because that man doesn't want to have no baby with, ooh, that's not good. See? Well, I think it's going to get ugly because Candy doesn't know how to control her emotions. 
And when you have a woman that can't control her emotions and she thinks she can act and be any way she wants, she's a great, great businesswoman. She's not the greatest individual person. She's not a, you know, Mm -hmm. she has some moral, she does have some moral issues. Let's be realistic about that. We've heard some Mm -hmm. stories. Yeah, she she's she has uh, you know there's some moral corruption going on there that maybe occurred way back when maybe she mm-hmm. has calmed down and fixed all of that we would hope because we all have a sense of some moral corruption especially in our twenties. Oh yeah, yeah. But what I don't like about her is she doesn't carry her emotions well. She cries because the sky is blue. So if she's right. pregnant, hello. Oh my God, Lavender, right. Lavender goes, Lavender goes, Candy is an idiot and Todd is a user, oh boy, who is overstepping his bounds. I don't like him either. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> oh boy. She said a mouthful there. Yes. And I kind of agree. I kind of have to agree with her. I I kind of agree too. So, okay, what yeah. was your last question? Oh, I just had a psychic question, like a question about the cards. Like, what, okay, yeah. what do pregnancy cards look like? No. It, okay. In your you said you saw pregnancy. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, but remember, I'm experienced. Right, okay. Two, two, I'm curious. two, two, two. Like, what? <laughs> I'm experienced. Okay. Of course. Oh, but sure. when I go back to the regular deck, uh-huh. um, the definitive pregnancy cards, definitive, mm-hmm. are Empress, okay. Three of Cups, Three of Cups, uh-huh. Ace of Cups, Ace of Swords. I mean, an Ace of Wands. Okay. Now, how the question is presented, if the person's not like, okay, like I've had two girls that have had PCOS, two of them, and both of them said, well, will I ever have a baby? And I checked and I said, absolutely. One is pregnant right now, one has a two-year-old. Oh. So when all those cards come together, it's a resounding Mm -hmm. yes. But if oh. I get the four, yeah, but if I get the four of swords, which tends to be a stressful card, but it also means a hospitalization or cutting or medical intervention, then I have to say mm-hmm. yes, but you need to go to a fertility doctor. Oh. You know, other cards yes. that complement a pregnancy especially if someone's already trying. Well, I've been trying for a year and nothing's happened. Mm-hmm. If I get the judgment card, then the answer is yes, depending upon where. Oh, where but remember, in the spread. Yes, but remember, if somebody's okay. been trying, you're going to get a lot of stressful cards, so you're reading their emotions, and then you have to look beyond the stress of the cards and look at the card that says, Yes, it's going to happen because the judgment falls in my number eight position or my number five position. Yes, it's going to happen. But, you know, I do a, a ten-card spread, which helps give me time frames. But if you mm-hmm. do past, present, and future, you also get a time frame there. Oh. Now, 
Now, oh. in this case with Candy, because I can't read the cards, this is my first time reading it, so I was a little scared. Um, words like significant life events, you know what I mean? Words, right. specific, yeah, that led me to believe that she's going to get pregnant. Now, I also looked at the cards, and one of the cards, which was the nine of fire, the woman was literally having her belly extended. And that was after I noticed and said out loud, there's a pregnancy coming, and I looked at the nine of fire, and I saw conflicts in the marriage and protecting mm-hmm. her baby, you know? So mm. sometimes you just have to really get into the cause and, and see, oh, no, it's consistent. Oh. Pregnancy is consistent. She's definitely going to get pregnant. But she's definitely going to have some uh, marital issues. But the marital issues, I honestly believe it's going to be candy. I think Cole, uh, I think Todd. Kind of like what Lavender said, he's piggy banks, but I also think he's going to be a little cold. Cause he's, he's cold now, so he's not going to be yes. like, all mushy, oh, my baby. He's going to get colder, and she's going to get more wimpier and cry mm-hmm. a lot. I just hope they're not taping when she's pregnant. I don't want to see it. <laughs> Dang. All right, girl, wow. I don't have any readings. I'm going to get to Lavender. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And once right. I and then, uh, play, play with my cards, because what I like to do with cards when I get this, mm-hmm. play them for me. I like to read me. And I, oh. unlike you, I write everything down. I like, oh, oh. I write it. <laughs> it's a project when I do these cards. <laughs> now I'm going to play with them for that. a long time. Yeah, yeah. just get okay, a book. Great. Just get a notebook yeah. that specifically... Or, you know, you. And that way, because sometimes when we're all discussing and we need to go back to something, you have it written. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, my God, I wrote it down. It was a week ago. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <sighs> but thank you, Desi. I'm here. love my car. You're so pretty. Oh, by the way, I was it, going to tell you, I uh, think one of your attractions is the coating of the cards. You picked two cards that had a coating on, on the side. Oh, like the, what, like the silver lining or? Yeah, I think the next okay. city had gold. This has silver. Yes. I think you like the glimmer that comes from the card. So look beyond well, the see, glimmer. I didn't, even know these, <laughs> I didn't even know these ones had it. I looked at the, actually, oh. the glossy, like the, I didn't even know until I actually got them, and I'm like, oh, my God, these ones have, like, these ones are coated in silver, too. But I'm like, okay, Aww. I just like the pictures. And I like the fact that some of the, some of the um, like, the angels and things, they were, some of them were people of color. I, <laughs> I like sure that, that. The, like, oh, the nine of um, um, fire, fire is mm-hmm. fire. Yes, she's black. Mm-hmm. I love that, too. There's not enough, not enough ethnicity. But right? the fact that they're in here is amazing. Right, right. All right, girl, get going. Okay, all right. Okay, thanks. Bye. 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 Hey, Tracy. How are you? I'm falling asleep. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I took Debbie because I didn't get to talk with her on the radio. For a long uh-huh. time. So, are you awake now? 
Sort of. I um. Sort of. And it's funny because I, I think I I think I called in as you and Malcolm were talking about exercising. I started dancing again. So I I had a dance class this morning. No. I was out of it, and then I did some some shopping, and then I came home, washed my hair, did all this stuff, and then I got into bed, and my cat likes it when I'm in bed because he likes to sleep on my chest, so he's sleeping on my chest. You guys are talking about I love your kitty. (laughs) I just, I'm I'm tired. (laughs) I love your kitty. Yeah, he's he's bad. He's not a good cat. He's bad. <laughs> How old though? Um, he's a little a year and two months old. Oh, he's young. Yeah, he's, so he's really still young. Active then. And he's, he's still wild. Active. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Extremely. At five o'clock in the morning, waking me up. Very active. Why? Why is he waking me up? I won't appreciate that. Why? Oh wow! That's that's how, especially young cats. That's just how cats are. They get really kind of hyper at dusk and dawn, and so he'll wake up at around maybe five thirty, and he'll start jumping on me so I can come and play and feed him and do this and do that. So whenever I'm getting ready to walk out of the door, he looks at me and it's like this really depressing look. Yeah. To get me to go yes. back and stay, it's like, yeah, that's, that's not going to work. <laughs> like, right now, I just got up to go to the kitchen to get water. He's over here at his little cat tree, scratching it, jumping around to get me to play with him. Well, you should see, I have actually three animals, and it's so funny when I'm leaving how they all just kind of look at me. And I'm like, listen, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. i got to go to work. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love you. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm like, damn. <laughs> so annoying. Jesus Christ. Huh? Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, but um So what's that? Um You didn't respond to my dream. You know what? I have been exhausted this I just noticed. No, I have been exhausted this week. Uh, You're absolutely right. Talk to me. Uh, tell me about the dream. Let me get a visual on, on what you were trying to tell me. I apologize. I already, I already texted it to you. <laughs> Don't get upset with me. I'm sorry. Well, um, no, well, what basically happened is, you know, one of my favorite, favorite of all time bands is Nine Inch Nails, okay? And yeah. I think I I think I told you a couple of weeks ago about how I dreamt about the member of this band. Yeah. And then um well, whatever. I already told you that. But anyway, yeah. I dreamt about him about the the leader, Trent Reznor, of this band. And yeah. it was kind of weird because it was some of the settings were of dreams that I used to have when I was younger too. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. in the dream, I was in the back of like an auditorium, and and somebody was giving a lecture, and he was sitting in front of me. And in the dream, I was very happy to see him because we hadn't spoken to each other in in a very long time. And there was this guy who was 
on his same level but to the right, and he raised his hand, and then he said, you do realize that we already know all this information, so there was no point in you organizing this event. And then it, and this, this kid was like, oh, like, oh, you rude ass, you leave if you don't want to be here. And then he said, well, I understand that you know, but other people don't. So, you know, they're having this back and forth or whatever. And then the seminar is over, and yeah. we're talking, and now it's not really coming to me as quickly, but I remember mm-hmm. him saying, do you have any hot black girls for me to date? And then I realized, and I was like, we haven't spoken in such a long time, and that's the first thing you're going to say. Are you for real? And then I started talking about one of my, like, one of my friends that I know in real life. And I said, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, here's this one. But right now she's dating this other musician. I want to keep it up because she really is dating this other musician, or maybe she was. And I kept calling her Courtney, but that's not her name in real life. But for some reason, I kept calling her Courtney. I said, oh, yeah, Courtney, she's dating so-and-so. And then he cut me off, and he said, oh, yeah, she's a big slut. Oh, and I was my God. Like, well, yes, but, you know, okay. <laughs> yes. <there's nothing. laughs> well, absolutely. Um, he said, oh, yeah, yeah, I know about her. And, and he said, yeah, she needs to, she shouldn't be messing with that guy because that guy is, is bad news. I think I told you who the guy was, the the musician. But, but he was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> That guy is worse than I was when I was younger. He's bad news. He's going to hurt her. So I was like, oh, well, let me, you know, let me go tell Courtney. And then we started walking, and for and the building we were walking out of was the daycare I used to go to when I was younger. And this daycare was right in, right across the street from my old elementary school. And he offered right. to walk me home. And I said, oh, no, you don't have to. And out of nowhere, I had a shopping cart like a buggy in my hand. And I said, oh, no, you don't have to. I just have to go through the forest. That's fine. He said, listen, it, he said, listen, we haven't seen each other in a long time. You're really going to brush me off. So then we're walking through this forest, and then we're just talking and catching up. And then out of nowhere, there was this lady following us. So I guess in the dream I knew her, and she was following us for a reason. I don't know why. It wasn't sinister. She was just there. Um, yeah. And we're walking and talking and going over old times and our plans for the future. And then at the end of the forest, I started to recognize it. It was it morphed into my dad's current neighborhood and this part Ooh. of his neighborhood that I used to walk to to get to high school. So we're nice. at this edge. And some, there was something different about it. There was a huge embankment in front of us, and then kind of like the hill. And then in front of us, there were like these mushroom toadstools. Like imagine Mario, <laughs> where you have to like you. Ha- in order for him to do a super jump, you have to press the down button for a really long time, and then he jumps really high. So that's basically yeah. what we had to do. <laughs> To get to my dance place. Oh. And then at the end of the dream, me and him, I don't know where that where that random chick went, but at the end of the dream, me and him, we jumped across the thing. He made some lewd comment about me straddling the mushroom. And then we got we got across, and then we walked into my dad's house holding hands. I don't know where the chocolate went, but that was it. And I like the 
dream because it, you know, it was like a familiar surrounding because I remember dreaming about this in bits and pieces a few years ago, like a decade ago, just, just the way that it was a really pleasant dream. <laughs> but um, the Mario Brothers, which is a game, which mm-hmm. sometimes is hard to complete, has a lot of obstacles. Does the guy represent all of that? And yet exciting at the same time. Like, you kind of can't stay away at the same time. Well, I don't know because I don't remember him jumping across. I, I just remember that I jumped on the mushroom and then he made a comment. He said, oh, yeah, you're straddling that mushroom. Well, something like that. And then I jumped up and then the next thing I knew, we were both walking to my dad's house, holding hands. It kind of reminded me, you know what? You know how on a playground, oh, this is what it reminded me of. You know, on a playground, especially for really small children, how they have yes. like maybe a car or a or a seahorse or something, and it's connected to these springs, and the little kids get on them and they just rock that thing yes. on them. That's what yes. that reminded yes. me of. Yes. But it was shaped like a mushroom, <laughs> and we had to jump on top of it to get over it to my dad's house. But the mushroom was kind of like that horsey with the with the metal string yeah. at the bottom. Is that what you're yeah. saying? Yeah. Huh. Well, I mean, mushrooms. I would think if you're jumping on a mushroom, like I would think it would be cushiony. Um, no, well, I, it, it was just shaped like a mushroom. It wasn't like an actual mushroom. It was more like a like a playground type of thing. And that what yeah. that's what was different about it because I hadn't I hadn't seen that there. Before, well, I mean, it's a dream, so it's not really like reality most of the time. But I dreamt about walking through that place plenty of times because that's where I grew up. But that was the first time where there was like the sort of thing that I had to jump over. And then it was funny that it was shaped like a mushroom because I said, "Oh, it's like Mario World." And then when I had to jump on it, it was exactly like Mario World, where you have to like. Keep yourself steady for a bit, and then jump up. <laughs> but um, let's go back to the the crust of the dream, and the Mario Brothers, and the leaping over. And then I'm reading something here that says, "Does any living thing seem more supernatural to a child than a mushroom?" And you're kind of in a playground on top of it. Um, it's it represents fairy tale, illusions, fantasy, you know, the strangeness of the fungi survives, you know, the loss of the innocence about the limits of nature. It's about supernatural, their magic intensifying as we, you know, learn more about them. So what does this guy represent in this kitty playground in, of your dream is what I'm trying to say. Um, I, I don't know, but I will say the last, the last time I dreamt about this guy, mm-hmm. um, I just, I met somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. that's all I'll say about that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Okay. But in, so in the dream, it was just, the guy. I was, I was, very, guy, I was just very happy to see him, and yeah, it I'm was back like to the childhood energy. But I'm back to it the was childhood like, energy. It was so, huh? But I'm back to that childhood energy. So not talking about the guy that you met after you dreamt about this the first time. When the guy showed up, after you dreamt about this guy the first time, like maybe, maybe you're looking for somebody that has that energy. Fun, oh God! Fun, please, no. oh my God! Please. Oh, I please. bet you are. I bet you are. Not that no, he shouldn't no. be. Um, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Not that he shouldn't be educated. Not that he shouldn't have a good job. But when all no, is done, he should be fun. No, I'm just, I'm just saying that the the person that I met after the first time I dreamt about this particular. Um, uh-huh. uh Celebrity was not somebody I want to encounter again. <laughs> yes, but that is that. But that's my point. That that's what you should be looking for. That is my point. So, buyer beware, because it also could mean that somebody else is coming along. And what you should be looking for is someone that represents this particular dream, like fun, magical, like gets it. Could be a great guy and a great worker, but when all is said and done, he should be a happy, go lucky, fun kind of dude that believes in illusion and magic. And does that make sense? What I'm trying to say, maybe it doesn't make sense. I mean, sort of. It could be a warning, is what I'm trying to say, that you're about to meet someone again, and be careful because the last guy that came in. You know, wasn't a good match for you, but the dream was a warning to that. Is what I'm trying to say. So now you well, dream about him again. Means somebody else could be coming along again. Just don't invest if he doesn't believe in mushrooms. Excuse me. That's that's actually funny. Because you get, get it? it? That last get it? No, well, I mean, sort of. I, that's not the interpretation. Okay. But it's it's kind of funny um, that you said don't be involved with somebody who doesn't believe in mushrooms because the guy that I I'm well, going to tweet that by the way. I'm going to tweet that. But it's true. That, I mean, those. That's actually my requirement for guys that I date. Like, if you're if you're not really if you're not into talking about aliens. Or walking, people walking in souls walking into your body, then I don't have. Yeah. Uh, we're not. No, it's just not going to work. But yeah. the guy that I was dating after mm-hmm. I dreamt about this person the first time a few years ago did not mm-hmm. believe in that stuff at all. Yeah. And I was talking to one of my intuitive friends, and I had a dream about him, about his health, and something about his blood. And I told him, I said, hey, you need to, you need to go to the doctor. He's like, oh, well, why do you say that? He got really defensive, um, really and he was like, well, why do you say that? And, and I was like, I don't know, do you have something in your family, like cancer or a, or, a, or a, a blood disease or anything like that? And at the time, I didn't know that his dad died of cancer. So he kept asking me. He got mad. And he said, what are you saying? What are you saying? And I was like, oh, I just had a dream about it, that you were in the hospital and you got bad news, but the news was only bad because you took so long to go to the hospital. And when I said that, he was like, oh, well, I'm just – I don't have to listen to that. 
And then oh. I told one of my I told one of my intuitive friends that and I was like, I mean that's you know, that's his own belief to not believe or or what. But I told her that and she said she was like, You really wanna deal with a guy who would like have no faith at all? And anything that you say, because it's kind of embarrassing, especially people who don't really believe in stuff like that, to just come on and say, hey, you need to do this because I had a dream about it. And she was like, you really want to be involved with somebody who, she said, who who doesn't have as much imagination as you do and has Mm -hmm. no faith and Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, you're Mm -hmm. right. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm crazy anyway, but. Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But you sing. Don't be with a guy who doesn't believe in mushrooms. Reminded me of that. Mhm. And the reason why I say that is even when I do the show, I'm a psychic. My father doesn't believe anything psychic, but he believes in aliens. Which um, is hilarious to me. That's hilarious. Hilarious. It's hilarious. <laughs> Absolutely it's hilarious. Just, there's no rhyme or reason for that silliness. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, Lavender. <laughs> I don't bother challenging him because the minute I challenge him, he's going to shut down. I don't need him to shut down. But No, it, he's not going to shut down. He's going to ask you for the scientific proof. That's what he's going to ask you for. <laughs> Listen, I, I, my, the guy, a, the guy that guy I was, the guy he that I was, <laughs> the the guy that I was um the guy that I was engaged to a, a long time ago, he was like a staunch. Well, I shouldn't say a staunch because he was losing and having sex before marriage. But other than mm-hmm. that, he was a, a very staunch Christian, strict, had very strict views, blah blah blah. But mm-hmm. the thing that I really liked about him is that he would actually sit up with me at five in the morning to listen to radio shows about reptilians possessing I politicians. Love that. <laughs> Wait, <what? laughs> and like he that is hilarious. Actually brought me no, we weren't drinking. I was just watching it, or I was listening to it, and then I, and then I got really scared because I was like, "Yo," because I listened to the show, and he listened to it for some of it, and then he fell asleep. But I couldn't go to sleep because I was so scared. But then I kept going on different YouTube videos and watching these seminars from like 1991 where they're talking about 9/11, a decade before it happens. And, and you know, I was really scared, so I woke him up, and he was like, okay, we can watch this together since you can't go to sleep. And we legit listened and watched to videos about reptilians for hours That's until right. I finally went to sleep at 11 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> That's right. And that's exactly my point. So getting back to your dream, you need to make sure that you find a guy what was my saying now? What was what was it? Believe in don't mushrooms. Say, don't say the guy that doesn't believe in mushrooms. <laughs> Nobody's gonna know what I mean when I tweet that. <laughs> Which I mean, I don't know. I mean, that seems like a really redundant thing to to remind me of, since that's just not who I date, really. Oh. But 
you did let that last guy come through, though. Yeah, he was sexy, though. Okay. So he might come through again. Okay. <laughs> I hope. Oh my God! I hope he doesn't. Because if he does, I think I would throttle him. I really would. I would. I would put something in his drink or anything. He's just a nut. He's the guy that I asked you about the like the first time that I or maybe the second time that I came on the show. That Mexican guy. Oh my God. Not the one he, that's not. He was a terror. He was a terror. <laughs> And I'm not going to say anything bad about Mexicans, just that one Mexican guy, okay? Oh, yeah, no, I know you're not talking about Mexican. You're talking about... <laughs> he was a Listen, nightmare. <laughs> wait, I need to tell people, you're from the East Coast. East Coast mentions culture constantly. It's what we do. When I do my readings, you know what I say to people? You're going to meet a white guy. You're going to meet an Indian guy. Like, I mentioned culture, so... Yeah. East Coast. East Coast likes to say Mexican guy, Italian guy, Irish yes. guy. It's what we do. Sorry. When you, yeah, when you're describing somebody, it's like, oh yeah, that Portuguese guy over there. <laughs> Always. That's the language in New York. <laughs> and and I what it is. that is that is just the New York thing because I grew up in the South. And you know, right. we're supposed to you know, we that's just that's usually not how we talk down there because it's, it's considered to be very rude. But since I moved yes. up to the tri-state area, that's mm-hmm. all I say now. And I visited my family for Christmas <clears throat> and this New Year's. And whenever I would talk to them, I noticed, wow, I'm really describing people's ethnicities a lot. Yes. I wonder if that's yes. getting on their nerves. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's definitely a New York thing. Um, I do it here. I do it here. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do it here, but I decided to keep it in my reading because mm-hmm. I want people to know how detailed I am. So I don't want to be like, oh, there's a guy coming along. I'm like, there's a white guy coming along. He has blah, 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 blah. He's a little bold. Like, I like to go into detail. So I keep it. I don't care. But back to the dream, the the thing that, that stuck out to me is that mm-hmm. in the dream I knew this I knew this guy before and we had mm-hmm. a connection before and I was happy to see him. And mm-hmm. and, and it was like at the end of the dream the connection came back, but it was you know, there was a question mark around it because you don't know where it went after just walking to my dad's house. Right, but mm-hmm. that—that's the that, thing. When <laughs> when I woke up, I felt—I I just felt really happy and very happy throughout the entire day. Even though some BS happened that day, but just really, really happy and calm. But again, I think you would have felt happy because you went back to some childhood place of happiness. No, father and the mushrooms. No. My childhood was not that happy. <laughs> no, I'm not saying your childhood. I'm saying the dream brought you back to a childhood place where you're happy and anything. No. 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 <laughs> no. The 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 setting the setting outside was a childhood mm-hmm. memory, but the like the actual events, like sitting at a seminar. <clears throat> I don't even know what the mm-hmm. hell we're talking about. But 
no. That place would not have brought any happiness. <laughs> no. To hear the way you're saying it, no. <laughs> and it, it was it was a it was a really nice dream. I was very happy about that. <clears throat> but I have a question. Um oh, you may be surprised about this. Does okay. do you remember do you remember Erica Badu? Yes. Does she have I'm a crazy job? about her? I would say yes. I was never crazy about her ever, and I know <laughs> she's one of those people. Yeah. She's one of those people that you couldn't talk about back in the day. If that makes what you mean, you don't like her music. What you mean? So, she, <laughs> she reminds me of Nene Meeks, but I couldn't say anything bad about Nene Meeks. I knew if I did, mm-hmm. Twitter would be all over me. The one mm-hmm. time I said something stupid about Rihanna, her fucking Navy gave me 700 mean tweets. So bastard, right? So, so bastard. I, I, <laughs> so So, Erica Badu is one of those people that you couldn't say anything mean about because she just represents the Africanness of the, the black woman and yeah, 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 and the style and blah, 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 blah. And then at one time she was on Oprah and she wore all white, and then Oprah started wearing white after that and changing her lighting <laughs> because of Erica Badu. Yeah, I don't forget this, right? <laughs> Whatever. So, although I can't even say why I don't like someone, like sometimes it's just psychically, and I don't have a good reason, and which means maybe I shouldn't be telling people I don't like it because I don't have a good reason. Maybe it's because she has a drug problem. So let's check that. But I'm going to take the presenting two cards that she gave me. So let's see if they will show me something derogatory, like. I'm not. I'm not an Erica Badu fan per se. I just think she's sexy. She has really nice, yes, alluring energy yes. that draws people in. She does. Listen, you know what she has? She has magical energy. Yeah, she does. Exactly. Exactly. And she she could just stand there, and she does represent that person that's like a Nubian. She represents Nubian energy, but not so powerful, very, very alluring. One, two, three, four. But if she's a drug addict, I would pick up on that, and maybe that's the reason why I don't like her. Does that make sense? One, two, three, four, five. Okay. Hi. Oh, thank you. Yes, please. Thank you. Jasmine? Hi, honey, hold on, okay? Okay, let me check it. I apologize. Just as, just as we get to the question, six of fire, victory, good news is on the way, public recognition. Something about her is going to come back into the public, by the way. Nine of earth, enjoying life, little luxury, spending time alone. She's taking some time off. Has she taken some time off? Has she not been in the, in the, in the music industry for a while? Um, she releases things every now and then. Okay. I don't so really keep According up with her to the cause, it's time for her to get back in, honor her, some of her commitments that she she needs to get back in. 
make time for those around you, brilliant ideas. Now I see her being more creative, more creative. I see her coming back into the limelight. I'm not mm-hmm. confident that spend time in quiet meditation, spiritual teaching, these well-planted, unnecessary worry. No, I think she's going to, listen, I don't know about drugs per se. Mm-hmm. That's not really what's coming across. What's really coming across here is that she should be coming back, and she should be coming back better than she was before. She should be coming back as maybe as a spiritual person. The community is going to be even more evolved, more <laughs> enduring. Um, she's, she's crazy, though. She's crazy. She either has ADD. Thank you. She either has ADD where she can't focus or she she appears one way and could be a little chaotic, even a little fishy behind the scenes. Yes. So, I mean, I would say for her to be careful when she comes back, because Twitter, you have heard that, because Twitter's going to show her for who she is. It's not going to be a bad thing, but it's just going to be like, oh, man, we saw Erica Bacchus. It's not going to ruin her career. So I see her kind of coming back. Lavender, I better get up out of here. Okay. Okay, bye, honey. Bye. <clears throat> okay, everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. This is Becky Tracy Brown. Twitter, Twitter, at Popcorn Psychic. Um, Facebook, Tracy Brown. Okay, 818 95 Thanks, bye. Jasmine, hi, honey. It's not bad. <laughs> you? What is going on? You sound good. Yes, yes. You start taking classes, right? How's that been going for you? By the way, I was just saying today, I've got so many girls in this, your age bracket that is investing in metaphysical stuff. It is so much fun. I know. that you're not used to, to feel uncomfortable. And give me the question one more time. Am I asking about him or am I asking about the process? Can you trust him? And what is his position there? Oh, he owns, and is it a nice store, by the way? It's nice, huh? And what state do you live in, Jasmine? 
Diego. Controversial bookstore. I'm going to check it up on the Internet, okay? Okay. And why did you say I would have heard of it? Because it's famous or what? So this guy from this store that could be a little bit famous, um, the owner is looking at you to develop, is what I'm getting, um, some meditation program or something? Uh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I do. Okay, so let's talk about a few things. Metaphysical people talk weird. Let's just start there. We're kind of like hippies. We're like, dude, man, you got this vibe. Like, you know what I mean? That's who we are, right? So with all that being said, we are talking clear English, you just have to redirect what the language, like, it's kind of like learning Spanish with us. We're weird, right? Which is why I'm such a grounded psychic. But every once in a while, I get somebody that goes, I say something, they're like, no, I don't get it. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm talking English. I don't talk like that, right? Um, so I guess, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. How old is this guy? And I'm assuming he's a white guy. Spanish. Um, um, I get a resounding. What's your question one more time? Let me make sure I know what you're talking about. Yes. Yes. I get a resounding yes. Yes. He is going to... Not only develop you, but you also could be part of a group that he wants to develop. Okay? Um, don't get me wrong. He he, make, he does also want to make sure that money comes in, but he also wants people that are a part of, like, his kundalini, how I feel. You know what I mean? You know how, you, like, when you, when you talk about your best friends in life, right, your best, best friends, I don't know about you, but I've had to release so many people because... I've changed so much that when I look up, I don't have time to have dinner with somebody that says stupid things out of their mouth because it hurts me now, right? And even on Facebook, one of my one of the people on Facebook who adores me, don't get me wrong, she's like wishing Bobby Christina, you know, not to stay around, and I had to delete her because I can't look at that. You know, whether she survived or not, I can't look at the way she was putting it out there. Because you should always, you know, be kind, be kind, be kind. What comes out of your mouth? Because people, hundreds of people are reading your tweets. They're reading your book. Okay, in any case, I'm bringing all of that up about friendship energy and releasing all of that because, he want, he does want to have a successful um, team around him, even if it means he participates in their development. So he's actually not interested in somebody that's going to come along and be like, I am this. He, he, he prefers to have someone like you who energetically, he is using his spirit, energetically, he's like, oh, my God, I see so much light around her. Glad she walked into the store, but she doesn't even know who she is. 
double top me, right? <laughs> yes, but I definitely don't see that. Okay, what I do is um, there's energy around this guy that, first of all, does seem genuine. He does value money. So don't get it twisted. He, thank you. He does value money. But there's an innocence about him that's little boyish, okay? I also think that he has very loving energy. So I think the more you work with him, the more attractive he's going to become. Oh, dear. That's what the cause is showing me. Oh, Lord. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> throat more 
um, in this world, which means, you know, talking to the public, you know, doing something with the public, whatever that means in terms of who you and he decide is the best direction for you. Yes, yes. This would be crazy. Oh, I can't believe this. Um, let me tell you, everybody in your basic age bracket, which is, you know, mid-20s to not even mid-30s, it's kind of like 32, 33, you all are investing in tarot cards, you know, you you all are doing the same thing, and it's so amazing to see this development in everyone. And you found someone who's like wanting to nurture all of that. That is crazy. I'm so proud of you. You must dive in with both hands because entering this world, Jasmine, has changed my life. Oh, you know what? But your voice sounded different. I totally agree. There's a, a, a giddiness or a higher tone in your voice. You always call and you're like, hey, hey, Tracy. Your voice all deep. That guy, he didn't go to jail like we were hoping, Tracy. around it, you do, you know, okay, when I pull more cards, he, he does have something to offer you, okay, it's very, very specific, the Page of Swords is a fighting card also, I'm not sure there's any need at all to fight him, uh-huh, um, also, I, if it doesn't mean fighting him, because after we have this conversation, I don't think you're going to fight him anymore, um, somehow or another, you will also either be happier with your son or you kind of bring your son into this environment of development. All right? You get to leave, Jasmine, your old life behind. Right. Right. And you actually walk proudly to the next place. You're, you're just not, a, you're not afraid anymore. I think going to college was the first step in not being afraid, but it was it's such a long process college that you just kind of just did it every day. But this is the next next step. The college was the first to get you out of that world where it was mundane and you know you needed an education. And so you made sure you just did it. And being with disability, oh, that was a gift. And you didn't waste the gift. You know how many people would, would have sat around for two years and did nothing? Or would have used their son as an excuse? Well, it's hard to do anything because I have the baby. Excuse you. 
I am so proud of you. So you, you are definitely going to have a lot of stories to tell when you begin to have this public contact. Um, but it also looks look to me like you're moving forward in your life with less fear, head held high, and you're just kind of going, I'm just going to do this. You, I feel like you walked into the store for the first time and you weren't like, like peeking in, like, oh, my God. You went in and like, I'm just going to do this. I'm going to walk in. And walking in was your shit. Did you read it? I do, I do. And here's what I would say to that. I would say don't look to the end of the line. You know, unfortunately, the way I see it is that there is a connection in romance. That's the way I see it. And if it shows up, I kind of have to tell you, I can't hold it back from you. But I prefer for you to do is don't look at it that way. He is going through a divorce, period. You are there to learn from him, period. And you let time take care of that. Whatever you do, don't go to the end of the line because then you might not get there. You will stop. The, okay, maybe that's why I got the spoiled, the spoiled child, um, which means you'll fight him. Yeah, don't do any of that. You're there. You walked in knowing that you wanted to embrace something didn't know it was romance. So at this stage of the game, continue with that path. When it's time for that energy to open up, you wait for him. And then when he, because then that's the shift of energy. And then when, remember, he's going to be teaching you first. Two different things. But as you both get to know each other, then you're good. And there's going to be other women around him, by the way, that also may like him. It's not necessarily reciprocated. And that's one of the things that you're going to look at. You're going to be like, well, do I really want to be with someone where women are kind of like Google eyes for him? Does that make sense? But you're going to get some answers because what he told you right off again, you were gifted with that information, is my wife is something and now I can't trust her. You need to understand, for him, it doesn't matter who Googled I for him. He has a trustworthy character. All right? So don't be afraid when the devil walks in and a version of a woman to be a victim to make you turn away because God knows the devil doesn't want two powerful couples together spiritually. The devil's not going to want that, so a victim's going to show up. She has to. But right off the bat, you were given information to show you that he's a trustworthy person. Now, with all that being said, if a victim comes in and you're not dating him and you're not sleeping with him, don't measure his character. 
fight yourself to learn that it's okay to enter into this world. It's okay to have him as a teacher. Invite yourself to help him get you to where he thinks is your best position. So you're a novice, and so you're just going to take direction from him, you know, take orders from him, you know, let him teach you, let him develop you. That's a whole big process no matter how you slice it, right? Um, But then after having so much contact with one another, something will shift. When it shifts, you wait for him, Jasmine. You do not say anything to him. You wait for him. Okay? And then you'll deal with whether or not he's divorced yet, whether or not he's going to get a divorce. You know, you'll deal with all of that. All right? I'm so excited. Like, I want to scream, but I'm at my job. I'm so excited for you. I'm so proud of you. Oh, my God. Amazing. Oh, by the way, no obstacles will stand in your way. You are allowed to learn. All right? It is about um, feeling whole. It is about the devil is behind you now. All right? All the stuff that led you up to this, you were actually, you were given obstacles and you kept, I got to tell you, I don't even feel like you were fighting the obstacles. I feel like you were like, no, this doesn't feel right. So I'm just going to go into another chair. No, this doesn't feel right. And you just kept moving. When that guy came into your life from Florida, you knew. You were like, yeah, this doesn't feel right. You know, you just needed me to validate it, but you knew. Yeah. Yes, right. And let's be clear. You know, we never know what God has in store for us. I have a different sense of patience, by the way, but you have very similar patient patient energy. So I'm not really worried about you. But let's be clear, had he stayed around, Batman, you would never have developed any of this. In fact, you just would have been crazy. Tricky. He he did this today. Tricky. Oh, my God, Tricky. <laughs> you have to call me once a week with that fool. Oh, my God, it's so annoying. <laughs> but that being said, you know, I have a different relationship with patience, but you also have a very natural essence of patience. Anybody that could sit as long as you did with no income coming in, for your money to come in, you are highly gifted. And you're allowed to enter this world, patience? That's right. Patience is the real gift out there. You you, You are blessed with it. And then you handle the patience well. You're like, well... There's no money, but I'm going to go to school. I would have been like, there's no money to go to school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. 
So with all that being said, please move forward. Don't worry about the romance, but right now, romance the spirituality of what you're about to do. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.